podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 11 of a podcast with Mo, which is a podcast hosted by Mo, which is me. Uh, this week we have Snappy and Dom on. Snappy comes on and we kind of just randomly touch over some current events sort of stuff like plaid shirt guy, Serena Williams thing. Uh, we both went to bars and saw some live music this week, so talked about that. Uh, mentioned some TV shows like Atypicals, like my obsession at the moment and how I don't like Chick-fil-A. Um, Dom comes on. We briefly go over the great white rap wars is what I call it. Um, talk about NBA 2K19 and then just do an NBA prediction. So like the last, I'd say 40 minutes or so are all NBA talk. So if you don't like that, then I would just quit listening then. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. What's going on? All right, man. The first thing I wanted to bring up is we did make a Patreon page. All right. And a lot of people don't know what Patreon is, so I feel like I have to explain that part first. Well, when you first sent it to me, I thought, what the fuck is a Patron? And I actually seen the letters. <laughs> and I'm like, right. okay. It's a play on back in the day, there would be patrons of the arts, right? So like Michelangelo, the painter, would have patrons, people that would give him money to support him financially so he could make his great art. Awesome. Right? So this is an idea of a modern day that. And there are like, like thousands of people that have Patreons that make a living. So the idea would be like, let's say if we made a goal of like, well, if we made $8,000 a month, we don't have to work. We'll just do podcasts full time every fucking day. Heck yeah. And if that was like a goal, right? And we would just split that. We could put that on our thing. Like that's our goal. If that happens, then we're going to do this. And we would be making like a promise or a pledge to people as long as they're paying their $1 a month, $2, whatever they want to pay right? Uh, to help out on that. That'd and be then, awesome. So that's the goal, end goal. Right now, the goal is to make $15 a month because that's how much I pay to host the podcast. All right. So at least we can break even there. And then if that happens, we'll see what the next goals are. Now, I understand our page doesn't look good. Uh, you're supposed to have like all these different tiers and if people pledge so much, you know, they get extra shit. So uh, I'll explain what we do have. And I just need some... Uh, I'll need some listener feedback, you know, and people that might be interested in joining what they would maybe want to join, stuff like that. Uh, But ours, it'll go to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo all together. Um, And I'll get you there. I'm sure if your friends will be on Facebook, I will share lots of links about that. Um, And I'll try to get a link on our SoundCloud page as well. Um, So on there, you can donate a dollar a month and that will give you the rank of a fan. So that's tier one. That's what I named it. I can name it anything I want. I could have been way more clever, but I wasn't. So I went with a fan. And then you will get a one-time shout-out on the podcast that you are a real fan. And then there is a better fan, which is $10 a month. So if you give $10 a month, you would be a better fan, and you would get a shout-out every week that you are a better fan. Awesome. And so that's where we're at now. Now maybe we need a super better fan and then you'll be like, you know, let's see if $20. we can get that second tier fan first. Right. And that, I mean, everything is said was like, you need five tiers and five goals. And I was like, I don't know even what's realistic and where we're at here. So it's been going for two days with zero people pledging. Now, I don't want people that are on the podcast to pledge because that would defeat the purpose. Right. And I feel like eventually it's going to be like my mom and her name is going to be read every week. 
but I'll take it, you know, whatever helps. Yeah, I don't even think my mom listens, which is probably a good thing. Oh, my mom doesn't either, but she shares it every week because she's proud of me, you know, or yeah, I think they share the ones that I share off of your page as well. Right. And they probably does. Uh, my mom's been telling me since I was like eight, I should be on the radio. And I kept telling her it's a dying industry. And so I think now that I have a podcast, she thinks she won somehow. Uh, I do got a buddy that uh, helped me work on my house that him and his wife do share it every week. I don't know if they listen. Right. But his name's Mike Pierce. I mean, he sh- he uh, shares it every week for us. Well, hell yeah. Shout out Mike Pierce. So um, I don't know. I, and I've, I've, I don't know if I just said this on the podcast or before when we were talking because I know we've talked about it a lot. I don't really want people that don't listen to podcasts to listen to, or I'm not, I don't expect them to. But right. when I have friends that like, they already listen to podcasts. And I'm like, then fucking listen to mine because I listen to podcasts a lot. And if I had a friend that was like, well, check mine out. I would just add it to my list, and I would, it would get listened to, right, and downloaded and shit. I did listen to a couple of different ones this week, you know, trying to test them out. Right. Because you're always talking about Joe Rogan. and Yeah. Joe Rogan, I think it depends on his guest. You have to kind of be into whoever his guest is. It was is. one of the political guests, and she was a woman Democrat, but I really liked her stance on stuff. I don't really remember her name. It was his latest episode. Yeah, I know. I it was the one after it, I, uh, the one you talked about last week with... Elon Musk. Yes. Yeah, and he also had this libertarian from New York that I want to listen to one as well. Um, I can't remember that guy's name either right now. Horrible names. But yeah, I love Joe Rogan, but he's like the most popular one on earth. So like, right. he's going to come up on the top of your list. Um, Does he do a podcast a day? Uh, he normally, I think it's like three a week. Okay. Sometimes more. It kind of depends. He has this huge studio he built and he just kind of does what he wants. That'd be awesome um, if we yeah, just have a, a studio. Uh, so another random thing that came up. So anyway, if y'all want to join the Patreon, we would fucking love it and really appreciate it. I'm sure I'll bring it up every week at some point in time uh, from this point forward, unless we decide to cancel it. Because I guess if we keep going for a couple months and no one gives us any money, I will cancel it. <laughs> but All right. uh, if anyone would, that'd be dope. Um, so me and you this weekend, we each went and saw friends of ours bands play. And we actually brought them up last week or the week before. Um so last night you went and saw Pay the Bills. I went and saw Pay the Bills at Sessions. Right, and Sessions is a new like bar place here, right? Yeah, it's a one room. It's uh, basically got a little bar. the The sign in the door says maximum occupancy maximum occupancy thirty seven. I can't Occup- say it. I can't say it right now. All right, thirty seven people only. Yes, gotcha. And it was every bit of that in there at one point. I mean. The sound quality, the drum and the guitar was just too much. Right. I cannot give you an accurate detail on how the vocal sound, because I really couldn't fucking hear them. Right. I mean, I could hear them saying stuff, but I couldn't make it out, and it was like a rock rap. Right. You told me earlier you were trying to explain, uh, and you mentioned all rap rap rock bands that you compared them to. Right. So, yeah. I mean, they didn't sound too bad in my opinion. Right. Pay the bills. I mean, they're up there having fun. What I did notice out of both, because there was two bands, you know, a cover band and in them. Right. They would all have these inner jokes with each member of the band, and they're up there laughing on stage about something stupid that they had in rehearsal or something. They're, the crowd's just sitting there looking. Right. Yeah, it's probably not good. I mean, both bands did this. I can see that. Well, and I think a cover band honestly has it a lot easier playing just other people's hits as opposed to like making original music he had a lot of his own stuff uh he played some both bands they played mostly original stuff well that's cool that's cool uh, this other band was called alamo monks he gave me a cd i told him i'd give him a shout out right yeah you're gonna listen to those cds and if they're good enough you know we'll we'll let people know about them um i went and saw new time zone so i mentioned like all the time on this podcast because uh their lead singer listens to this podcast sometimes and he's a fraternity brother of mine 
And so we went to Vintage 22, which really, I know it's like the nicest place to drink here in Ada, but I, I'm not a big drinker, and I don't really like the vibe of the place. I just I just don't. I don't know. I'm just not a... I got my bar and days out when I was in college. Right. I'm over it. Right. So one thing that really annoyed me, I'll get this out of the way, is like, and I say rednecks, I know it's probably offensive to some people, but like that redneck type of person that's like in between set changes being like, play music. I want to sing on the microphone. You're just like, shut the fuck up. No one's here to hear your jokes. Like, that's just really how I always feel. Um, so that kept happening, and that was annoying. But the first band they had named 1210, who I've added on SoundCloud, but they have no songs on there, so I don't know how the fuck they're going to hear their stuff. Um, I thought they were really good um, as far as their lead singer, and I'm sure the other people too, but their lead singer had almost like an it factor, like a little, you could tell he loved it. Right. Like he was just having fun. He had like a keyboard and a microphone and he was just fucking like, and next up on drums we got, and he was like, you know, say the drummers, they, like you could just tell he really fucking loved or was having fun doing what he was doing. And I just value that more than like other shit yeah, for live performances. I would say that out of both bands, they was up there just having a hell of a time. Right. And then like Shelton's band, uh, my friend New Times was, it's not that they weren't, but like Shelton looked stressed the whole time because they're like audio levels weren't quite, quite synced, right? Because the band, the area they're playing in is kind of shit, I think, compared to what they're used to playing in. And so like you could barely hear the vocals. You could just really hear the drums. And like he just looked stressed, my friend's band, right? And it just seemed to come across that way where the other guys, I'm sure, was like a shitty scenario too, but he was just like rolling with it like we're gonna have fun with it right yeah my wife so, went outside to hit her vape and she said she could hear the vocals perfectly out there and said it sounded pretty good right and i, I think it's just uh, a lot of these places aren't set up for good i mean it used to be like one of them loan places you walk in and there's a couple of desks and you pick up a loan right. i mean and that's what they turned this into is a little bar yeah, a bar crazy. and l place and it was just way too loud with the live drums Right. But in general, I didn't enjoy my time because I don't like going out and being around people. It was too crowded. Um, I just, yeah, didn't. But I did tell some people I saw that I know about our podcast. We'll see if they listen. Um, but in general, we both, that was our two experiences. I think I like both bands and I really like my friend Sheldon's band. Like, I've also, I don't like live music. And I've told people this all the time. Like, the last time I went to a real concert was a Little Wayne concert before Little Wayne went to jail. And I really enjoyed it. I just, in general, dislike live music. I know you love Little Wayne, but I can't understand him on a CD, much less live music. That's the one thing uh, about live music. I can't understand them. Right. Well, the audio quality is just worse. And that's obvious. I mean, I know it seems so obvious to people, but I've had people argue with me like, concert, it's better at a concert. I'm like, no, never, ever does the music sound better at a fucking concert than when you have headphones well, it's on. It's kind of like me and my wife going to the OU game. It's fucking crowded. Right. And you spend way too much money. I would rather sit there and watch it on my 60-inch TV. Exactly. And that's the problem with sports going these days is that it's the product you're getting on TV is better than going live. I mean, I'm in a nice, big, fat comfy chair i ain't gotta worry about squeezing my my extra fat rolls in so i can get in this little stadium chair man it's just not worth it so i do like my friends uh songs but as far as the live environment i just personally hate that shit and i noticed he plays all of his songs exactly like they are and and it's hard for me because i've made some rap songs i've never performed them so i'd probably do the same thing but rock bands it seems to be they normally would like riff on some shit right like maybe in the middle of the bridge they'd have a guitar solo that maybe not be on the real song right whereas in uh, my friends being like they play it straight through because i have all the songs on my computer right? i listen to them and it's they play them just like it it's recorded which i guess that is the goal but i'm also like 
seems like you should be like free balling it a little bit, right? Yeah, like a little rocking bit. out a little bit and like take it away, guitar guy. And he's like, well, it seemed like a PTB, like the guy would start off with kind of a verse, and then the bass player would get on there and spit out some rap. And it, when I could hear it, it sounded decent. And he kind of had that hazy voice, right, with a rap. It sounded pretty good. But then he'd go back to singing courses, and I, I mean, no offense to my my boy, but I couldn't understand him. Right. I mean, I've always wanted to be in a gym class heroes band. So if anyone ever wants to do that, I mean, I'll, I'll try. I have enough. I have like hundreds of verses written. I just have to go back through my old songs and rewrite them down because I've thrown away notebooks. Um, all right. And since we're on music, I have two quick little music things. One guy that started following us right before we started recording this rapper named Lil Lotion. Lil Lotion. From Canada. And he wasn't horrible. No, he wasn't. So I'm just going to shout him out. Everyone check out Lil Lotion. That's going to be my new thing. Is anytime a rapper follows us that I see before we record, I'm going to shout him out. Um, and then Taylor, when he left last week, or right before he left, from the time we recorded to when he left my house, he was asking me if I knew of this rapper named Hobo Johnson, who I wouldn't, I mean, he's kind of a rapper, kind of more of an indie rocker. I don't know what the fuck you would call him. Um, but I really enjoyed him, and I thought my wife would love it. My wife didn't love it. As much right. as I thought she would. But everyone, I think, should check out Hobo Johnson because, he, again, what I just said, you can tell he loves being creative and making music. I just think he seems kind of lazy in his end results. Okay. So it's like it's fun to watch if you're ma- imagining like he's freestyling this or he just came up with it on the spot. But then when I think of like, wait, did he spend time creating this? Because if that's the case, I don't know if it's as good. And I don't know if that should matter. So anyway, check out Hobo Johnson. Weird. Fucking rapper, homeless looking right. kid. Um, all right, so we'll get out of uh, our all of our Patreon and music shit we had to cover. So what's going on with you, Snappy? Oh, nothing's really going on. It's just I wanted to talk about this, uh, the U.S. Open and Serena Williams throwing a man size fit. Okay. So her coach was trying to coach her from the uh, seats, and he even admitted that he was trying to do it. Of course, not she, Serena's coach, the person she's playing, right? No, Serena's coach. Okay. And he just made some little hand gesture, but she clearly wasn't looking at him. Right. But what the umpire did is he took, you know, they play best of three. Right. He took a game away, and that just set her off. And then she ended up calling the umpire a thief, and she demanded an apology and all this and called the referees out and threw a big fucking fit. Right. And when you were telling me this earlier a little bit, because I haven't followed it too much, I just heard that she said the judge was sexist, and my takeaway was like, if she's playing another woman, how is the judge sexist? I don't think she used the word sexist. She's like, she said, if this had been a man, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. She was playing, right. so she was playing the minority the and would be different if she was, that is if what it was a male match, not necessarily it was her against her opponent. Right. Gotcha. But what happened is when they announced this uh, winner, when, cause she ended up beating her two to nothing cause she was bitching the whole time. Right. And then she got a verbal warning because she's calling the umpire a thief and all this other stuff and didn't think she did anything wrong, but she's throwing a fit. Right. And then when they announced the winner, this 24 year old dream of her life to win the U S open, the fucking crowd boos. Because they was disagreeing with the ref's call, which it was a little iffy, but right. I mean, you took this moment away from this young lady, and you have fourteen U.S. championships, whatever. Right. I mean, definitely. Um, I have mixed feelings on Serena. One, I think she's clearly the best female tennis player, probably of all time. Right. Like, right. And that's great. But she does have this spoiled child syndrome because she's been so good for so long where she does think things should be 
I don't want to say give it to her, but she expects some sort of superstar treatment, right? And yes. I'm not saying other athletes don't get that, but it does seem weird when you're like, I deserve it. Yeah. Right? And so that does rub me the wrong way. Now, should they have not have called it? Probably, right? I mean, I'm not saying she's wrong, but I don't think it's the, quite the right way to handle it. But she did just have a kid, I'm sure, hormones and stuff. Like, not trying oh, to her emotions were it. all over but the like, place. You do go through, you know, literal chemical changes. So I'm sure there's a lot to it. Now, I'm sure she feels horrible about fucking up this girl's, you know, celebration, kind of. I don't think she does. I'm sure like when she got home and thought about it, she was like, oh, shit. But yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. Apparently, she told her that, you know, she didn't mean to take away from her, but I right. don't know. And who, and who knows? I mean, but then again, I think I guess what I find most interesting, and later on in this podcast, I think me and Don bring up another similar thing, is how people... And I think you fall into this. Like, you look at sports people, like, in the 90s, like, the Jordans and shit, and you're like, back when people didn't give a fuck, and they they went hard. And I think Serena has that mentality, but yet when she acts like that now, people are like, because she is acting like the old tennis players, the Macros or whatever, right? And now we're like, hey, quit doing that. But back then, we were like, fuck yeah, we loved it. And so a lot of the same people who are like, I miss the good old days of sports are probably the same people hating on Serena now. When it's like, no, but she's just like a last of a dying breed, I think. That's kind of how I view it. Like, she expects to always win, and she gets pissed when she doesn't, and fuck everybody, because that's just how she is. She isn't like one of these new athletes. It's like, it's okay that we lost. I mean, this girl's just sitting over there taking it, like sticking her head down, like crying. You know, she didn't do anything wrong, but the whole crowd's booing her. Well, that's the crowd then. Why are we blaming Serena? That's the crowd. Because she's initiated a whole bunch of it. She I just don't think like, she, I mean, she didn't make the crowd boo. I mean, yes, we are shitty people, probably shittier people now, but that's on the crowd. No, in Serena. between each, like every time the ball died, she'd be back over at the umpire stand gripping. Yeah, but that's not her telling. She's not going to the crowd going, hey, y'all ready to boo when I lose this shit? That's a different I scenario. guess, but I thought it was poor sportsmanship, personally. Oh, probably. And I guess I don't mind poor sportsmanship. I think that's what makes it entertaining. I grew up on professional wrestling. That's basically poor sportsmanship, the whole thing. <laughs> and it's entertaining. Um, this week, one thing that I tried, it's not like super political, but I guess it kind of is. I don't know enough about it. Um, but there were, Trump, for whatever reason, again, is having campaign rallies, even though he's already president, like where he goes to states and he holds big rallies with people just like he did before he was president. And so he had one of those. And where the guy, a guy standing behind him on camera had a plaid shirt and he was 17 years old and he was making faces. And I am a person that I also make a lot of facial expressions because I don't talk a lot when I'm around people because I'm a quiet person. And I do speak a lot with my facial expressions. So I completely get where this guy was like, oh, like he was making these faces like, oh, shit. Hell, Trump <laughs> makes a whole bunch of dumb facial expressions. So they take this kid because he's getting caught on camera with these faces making, you know, our glorious president look bad. And they remove him from the stands and then they put him in a back room and interrogate again a 17 year old for like 15 minutes about why he's there in this free country that we are in and i'm just like it's just fucking crazy it's crazy to me it's so propaganda fucking shit of like the 1950s that's driving me nuts i'm not gonna defend trump on that at all that's just right, that's weird right and so that's kind of like him saying we shouldn't have the right to protest i don't agree with all protests because i've seen a bunch of protests they say they're peaceful and they're not. That's where I kind of draw the whole line. Right. But if they're peaceful, that's all right. Of course. But that's he, your right. he said free. that we shouldn't even have them on it. Yeah, because he's an idiot. But I just, I don't know a lot about the Trump rally stuff. I'm sure if Wyatt comes on in the future, he'll know all about it and can let us know. Um, but I just saw this one thing of like the kid was 17 and he was detained. 
and question. And I'm like, and he didn't do anything but listen to the president talk and make facial expressions. That's it. That's terrible. That, it's just, it's hard to keep preaching free country when you see so many news stories of like, fuck no, we're not. <laughs> I think we not. ought to just clean the house and send it and everybody out and start over. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the thing is, all those people that were there, they... The career yeah. politicians, they know how to trick people into getting them on their side. Well, they say most career politicians are already like doctors and stuff. Yeah. So so they're true. already rich. <laughs> Very true. Um, another thing that I know you will know about because your stepdaughter works there. Um, I finally had Chick-fil-A this since the last time we recorded this in the Chick-fil-A here in Ada. I just think it's super overrated. I just don't get it's it. It's a chicken sandwich, man. Well, I got the chicken nuggets, I guess, or whatever the fuck their equivalent is with Kupigami. And so it was like little pieces of, I'm not saying the chicken wasn't good, but it was just like pieces of chicken strip mm-hmm. that you would get like at a, a convenience store. No, like, okay, there's two different types of chicken strips at convenience stores. There's the flats. You know, like the other ones are like real flat and have like lots of breading. And then there's like the tube shaped ones that normally have less breading. And so Chick-fil-A is more like the tube shaped gas station chicken strips cut up. And they're decent. They're pretty okay. But they're waffle fries, worst fucking fries I've ever had in my they're life. Not, they're not that good. They're soft and not salty. And I'm like, that's opposite of what fucking fries are. So just make them waffle shaped potato lumps. I don't know. They should Fries shouldn't be in the name. Um, so anyway, that was my thing. And I didn't get barbecue sauce with it. And that's kind of my go-to for dipping the chicken into or anything. I got, I think Kubi got me sriracha sauce, which I'm just not my thing. They're usually so. uh, pretty free about giving her sauces out there. But I wasn't there. So Kubi just ordered this, what she thought I would like. So maybe I can blame her. But either way. Uh, I'll get this uh, deluxe chicken, sa- chicken sandwich with a pepper jack. It ain't bad. But it, like I said, it's a chicken sandwich. Right. Now, maybe I should try that. But yeah, I just, I don't get the hype. Everyone acts like it's just leaps and bounds better than other I think fast it's, food places. It's more of a political thing, from what I understand. That Chick Fil A is so rich that the the founders, the owners, they don't even care if it really makes money. It's more of a political stance. I see. It's I see. a very religious ran. So I just had to say that, and then also ran on political shit is, or I guess there's two things. There's this Republican from Nebraska who made this badass speech. I think during. The Supreme Court hearings, right? There's been this whole Supreme Court hearing this week to like if Kavanaugh become a judge or not. And this dude, I think it was Ben Sassy, I think is what I wrote here. I don't know how you fucking pronounce it. Anyway, he done this speech. It's like 10 minutes long, and I'd have to like look up and find it. Maybe I will after this and show you. Um, and it was just a good speech of how like the reason why the Supreme Court is becoming so politicized is because Congress doesn't do their fucking job. And he's like, if we done our job instead of punning till the next fucking, you know, next two year people then we wouldn't have to get politicized with the supreme court because we would just make laws as congress right but instead we refused to make laws and they did all eight years of obama the republicans said we aren't doing anything because that'll make obama look bad they just said that shit like they said it at the very beginning and they never stopped so because they've done that a lot of rulings have to go to supreme court because the congress aren't doing shit and then so through the congress being shitty has made the supreme court look more important and then all politicized and you have to care about people's politics when really that should not come into a judge's view like the letter of the law should have nothing to do with your politics right but it does a lot these days because politics and laws are so politicized. like i don't know it's just weird the world we're in so anyway i really like this republican from nebraska i feel like if he used the momentum of that speech and kind of built on this whole, like, let's be reasonable, he could be probably like a real player 
in politics moving forward. And maybe he is, and I'm just unaware. Right? Like I'm an idiot. Um, but I really like that, and I'm you know, I'm normally not for Republicans in general, so I just wanted to say like I like that guy. Cool. And then something when I'm watching the Supreme Court thing, I think we should probably get term limits for Supreme Court. I think it's weird they have going to be there for life. I think all of them should have term limits. Right. Congress, House, Senate. Well, they, they all do. They all have term. Well, mm-hmm. they still have term. They have, they have length limits, and then they have to be re-voted in. But, yeah, you're well, right. They, they don't have term limits. And they switch around to go to the lobbyists where they actually make more true. money. And very I, true. It's just very a big true. circle of life there. But as far as, like, I just think at the very least, the Supreme Court person gets looked at every few years. Like, are you capable of – like, it's weird that we're like, you have an appointment for life. So it doesn't matter what you do now. You can say the most ridiculous shit. You can do something crazy. You could be like, but you have this appointment for life. Hell, I want some guaranteed money up front like these NFL contracts. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, NFL's not the way to go. I mean, they have to have guaranteed up front. Baseball be the way to go. They get fucking cut. Right. Baseball's where you're at. Or even basketball, because the worst Canadians, they're going to stretch it. And it's like, oh, we'll give you your $5 million over the next eight years. All right. You're like, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so... Anyway, that's my political stuff. I think Supreme Court should have term limits. I think it's something we should probably look at. And, right, I think maybe uh, in Congress there should be some sort of term limit as well. Like, after some certain time, why are you still here doing nothing? But some people are good for 20 years. Right. A lot of them aren't. So I guess you'd have to look at that. Um, oh, real quick, we got an email. We got two emails this week. Oh, yeah? I'm going to bring one up now and one up uh, when, when Dom's on later. But Travis hit us up to let me know about air fryers. So Travis in the podcast, fo- Fancy Football League, of course. And he says he has an air fryer, and it's nice. And he says it's basically like a small oven that blows hot air on food. Um, he thinks it's only uses it for fries and chicken, um, but it's also pretty good for leftovers. He says a lot of times if you have leftovers, you try to heat up in the microwave, it'll get all soggy and gross. But with an air fryer, it'll keep the food, you know, crispy. Okay. The way it works. And then he said to tell you that you got what you deserved in fantasy football. That's why you don't talk smack in fantasy when your opponent still has 19 of their 20 players left to play. He got lucky and he knows it. I mean, I had a couple of people get injured, had a couple of people put up blanks. Yeah, he got lucky. Yeah, at the very end of this, me and Dom going because we played each other, but I had the worst week probably that I could have. I was the worst in our fantasy league. So we're going to, and I'm, I'm almost for sure I'm going to lose this week. Well, last year was perfect. I had three fantasy leagues. It was all glorious. Won one of the championships. This year I got five, and I just can't keep up with them. Yeah, five's a lot, man. It's ridiculous. I went 0 and 5 last week. <laughs> um, All right. I have some just random questions for you. All right. That's what we're going to do. So I feel like, we don't know each other too well. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know like some about you, but not a whole lot about you. Um, but I need some. I don't know what kind of music you like. Is there any chance you like like heavy metal music? I do not like heavy metal. Damn it. I need to find someone out there who likes heavy metal music who will come onto this podcast and explain to me what makes it good. Yeah, see, my argument's totally against it. Right. So I listened to it because I the other day I just said rock music. My wife's like, "You like some rock music?" I'm like, "All right, you're right. I do like even like classic rock. You know, I'm cool with and." Certain even like alternative, like weird emo ish, not full emo. I don't ever like full emo, but you know, if you go just like, if you have a good fucking feminine sounding singer on a band, to me, that's almost emo. But that heavy metal, they're just screaming. Right. The heavy metal is screaming, but even that, it's just the guitars are so distorted that like, I don't even know the difference between like one song and the other. Like, what makes that guitar thing better than that guitar thing? It's just like, now, if I was about to go lift some weights or wanting to get my adrenaline going, 
I'll, right. put, I'll put on some of that shit. It, my my veins bulge out in my neck, and I just get pissed off. Right, and I I think that actually came up as well. So I the reason this all popped in my head was the other day I went to donut shop and they were playing some fucking heavy metal music in the back. And the whole time I was like, I feel like I'm about to go fight someone when I leave the donut <laughs> right. shop just with the like, dan, 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 dan. and I was like, fuck it's sword so, fight with your long johns. Right. I was like, it's so fucking heavy. And then I was like, but I don't, I couldn't tell you who that was band wise. I couldn't tell you if it was a good song. I I just don't I know so little about the distorted guitars of metal music that I'm like I don't It seem like the people that I have known that's like heavy metal they go around playing the air guitar a lot like they're just going off on these riffs in yeah. their mind I guess and I even saw a video on YouTube that was like when you take the distortion off uh, a lot of heavy metal songs they're actually playing like very melodic difficult guitar things it's just the distortions turned up so loud they like, you don't hear that. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get what the One of the bands tried to distort their uh, bass last night, and they turned it right back off. Right. It, it was awful. <laughs> and I, I fuck with that a lot when I'm making beats, right? Like, I distort a lot of different sounds to get weird shit. Um, so I'm trying to just get into it. Everything I listen to, like, I heard a country song the other day where I was like, guarantee they made this country beat on a beat-making program. Like, this was not made with live guitars. Like, I just instantly heard, like, I don't know. To me, it was just so obvious. It was a fucking rap beat just made with country noises. And now a fucking country dude's kind of halfway rapping on it. Oh, I hate that. Music. Right. And I, but it exists. And you're like, oh, my God, pop music, country and rap is all made the same. All of it these days. It's so crazy. Um, but I go to and maybe that's the appeal to metal music. Like you listen to that. I'm like, I don't what? even get what some of these uh, singers. I'm not even sure have musical talent these days. Right. They can get around the computer. and Right, and I tried to like not be too judgy, and I think I say this exact phrase later on, so we're gonna see if I get this right because we're doing time travel on this podcast episode. Um, of like, I'm not that talented, and so like, if I ever blew up or had any success in music, it's gonna be off of my personality or my whatever weirdness I do. So I try not to hate on other people's weirdness, yeah, because I'm like, I may need that someday in my life, um, in a bag of tricks. But you're right. A lot of these people just, they, I just don't enjoy it. And I'm like, I don't know how you've even got here. Right. But for instance, we, all these SoundCloud rappers we listen to when we're sucking around on the air, they all have more listens than me. And I think I'm better than almost everyone we listen to. So far, I would say you're better. Right. But I'm like, but it doesn't matter. Like, it just, it just doesn't matter. Anyway, it's just networking, man. We I just got to get some more people. Um, all right. My other random question for you is because I didn't know you, how, See, like, I make a lot of jokes of, like, when I was younger, and it's not really a joke, it's, like, the truth, I didn't do well with the ladies. Like, no ladies found me attractive, you know, and all that, because that's kind of the way my life was. Um, so I never know where you were at. Like, Pow Wow, who was on here, Pow Wow, maybe this is going too far, do you want me to say this? He's had sex with more individual women than anyone I personally know in my life. And I don't know if we ever brought that up or if we hinted at it when I he was on here. I think you told me about it, but I'm not sure it was on the podcast. Right, and so... When I made that joke to Powell, he would laugh because he also knew like when I was in college, I wasn't like celibate, right? But I also wasn't like Powell. When I when I joke, I joke like in high school, no girl in high school was ever trying to get with me. But sure, college, you know, it's whatever. And then Powell just had like such a high number that that was always a joke for him. So I was just wondering where you fell. I don't know where the number's at because I did a lot of drugs in college. <laughs> There's right. a good yeah. several Could be months. higher or lower, right? I'm pretty sure it's uh, quite a bit up there. I mean, as uh, my Uncle Ricky told me when I was very young, a piece of pussy you turn down is a piece of pussy you never get. Mm. So I didn't say no to much. I mean, right. I mean that kind of makes me look bad, but hey, hey, all shapes and sizes, man. That's right. what, that's the way it was in 
understand. I, I didn't have an issue. So that was like college. You said I didn't uh, lose my virginity till I was seventeen, and I kind of went buck wild. Oh, right on. That's cool. So anyway, I was just curious on on all that. And one thing I do need to warn people about: Chinese government is coming for Christianity. I don't know if y'all have heard about those. Yes, I've seen that. All right. Had a couple of religious people put, oh, it's sad. Right. I, I just didn't comment. I mean, they don't have freedom of religion in that country. So, right. no, I do think you should be free to worship or not worship whatever you want. So, yes, in a fundamental standpoint, I'm against it. But I think it's weird when people are like, they're coming after the, They're going to burn down Bibles. I'm like, all these people complaining would do the same to a lot of other religions in america if they could get away with it right? right so that's always where my brain goes on a lot of that shit um oh and i sent you a crazy news article earlier this week do you remember what that was about uh yes the guy in uh impersonating to have down syndrome that was it that was it <laughs> uh so uh he could get these uh nurses to take care of him but after a few times of doing this he went through like three different nurses and they started all started noticing he started getting aroused when they was uh, bathing him. Right. And yeah, the way the story was, was like he impersonated his own mother to hire these women to nurse him who he would pretend to be had Down syndrome. And have to change his diapers. They have to change his diapers, wipe his ass, all that, and then bathe him. And he would always get aroused by it. So that's how they figured it out. Now he's getting charged with all kinds of shit. Yeah, they showed up at his parents' house and they're like wanting to talk about his son with Down syndrome. And the parents were like, he doesn't have Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It was a gross story for sure. Man, uh, what is wrong with people? I know, dude. It is crazy. And another story we had this week in our town, and I don't think we brought up last week because I think it was within the last week we recorded, was there was like a kidnapping Mm-hmm. And then they went to Dollar General, like the person that was kidnapped with this guy, and the girl whispered to the cashier at Dollar General, like, help me. Like some movie shit, right? right. And then, like, they called the cops, and this dude took our friend, and got all crazy. So anyway, they they saved someone who was kidnapped this So week. it was this, uh, the dude that was all cheesy in his little yeah. fucking, that motherfucker, I've told you about this house across the street. Right. And he's just a... Uh, 40 50 year old guy still living with his mama right and he's part of the drug court community and he's got all these people coming around his house all times of the day and they're fighting out in the yard and that motherfucker is over across the street really oh yeah. so, that, so that same guy that got arrested for kidnapping yeah he's like one of the, he, the street from you. yeah he's That's one of the crazy. thuggies no he don't live there he's one of the thuggies that come in and out i guess oh. he takes all those drug court people in but it kind of seems like they're still maybe messed up a little bit right and I don't know how they're getting that around it. It only takes three days out of, out of your system. So. Well, man, I mean, I have to go stand on my porch and just fucking watch these fuckers fight so I make sure my <laughs> kids are okay. <laughs> I know, not for entertainment. You should film it. We'll put it on our podcast channel. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, that is crazy. I didn't know that at all when so I brought that up. So the old man next door to them, he went and told them off about <laughs> it. He's like, eh, you bring these crazy motherfuckers around here again, I'm going to come whoop your ass. Oh, he yeah. Like, he come awesome. over to my house and talked to me for an hour about it yesterday. He's pissed. That's dope. Um, okay. I got to talk about a couple TV shows and then anything you need. And then I'm, I'm good this week. Probably. Um, there's a show that just the season two came out that I need to get to called American Vandal. All right. Season one of American Vandal is so good that I highly recommend everyone watch it. It's like a fake documentary about someone who spray painted penises all over the cars in a parking lot at a school event. But they film it and they research it like it was like someone was murdered, right? Okay. And so like they put just so much work into making this fake documentary 
and it's just so fucking funny. It's all set in a high school. So anyway, season two uh, just came out, and it's going to be based on someone who like put laxatives in everybody's food, and everyone shit themselves at school, and then they're investigating who the turd burglar is. It's what they're calling them. <laughs> And it looks funny as fuck, too. So I really enjoy American Vandal. I'm sure a lot of people just have went over it on Netflix and not paid it any mind at all. But I'm just going to say it's super fucking worth it to watch season one. And I will see about season two of American Vandal. And then this week, Atypical, which is one of my all-time favorite shows, honestly. Its second season came out. It's about a kid with autism um, and his family and all the shit they go through. Michael Rappaport is the dad. And I fucking love Michael Rappaport. I just always have. And... um. It's just really good. Me and my wife watched the whole thing in the last 24 hours. Wow. So it's one of those shows. Like, we watched all 10 episodes. Like, I told her yesterday before uh, Dom came over, I was like, oh, we need to start this because I need to talk about it on the podcast. And then we just finished it second season, like, this morning. What's it called? Atypical? Atypical, yeah. All right. It's it's just a really fucking good show. Like, there's characters you'll hate, they'll piss you off and annoy you, but, like, you'll stick with it. And I'm not a crier, but there are times where, like, I will get close to – like I can fear, feel tears almost building up my eyes, but then I like just look at my video game. And I'm like, she's not going to pay attention for a moment. <laughs> Whereas my wife cries like the whole fucking time she's watching it, right? Because it's all, uh, it's a lot of good. There's a lot of good feel good moments and sad moments, and okay. they're all like back to back and shit. So it's like it gets emotional. But Atypical's fucking amazing. So I just need to throw that out there. Watch some Big Brother this week. Oh yeah. And right after that first uh, competition, I looked at my wife and I was like, they're going to backdoor Brett. Yeah. And she's like, no, I really don't think so. And then it comes out, and he was blindsided so bad. Well, I knew it was whenever they realized that he was maybe trying to look at his other options with the other people or whatever. Like, he was talking to JC and... Well, can can you blame him? I mean... I agree. I know. He was in a lose-lose I told my wife, I was like, a few weeks ago, instead of putting my own team members up, I would have got rid of KC. She's the best player. Yeah. Hands down. Well, the thing is, Tyler is the best player, I think, as far as how how he's been... running the game well he's purposely not trying to win hohs at certain weeks though and like he just had the way he lied to everyone and he kind of puppeteered a lot of people's moves i just feel like he probably is the best but if he sits next to casey at the end like he thinks he's going to because on the live feeds he said like that's who he plans on taking to the final two with him he's gonna lose to her because she has a better social game and she has a lot of competition wins here at the end i'm thinking the competition wins is why i said casey was the best player but tyler had a lot at the beginning them two are always at the top right and so i think if tyler is smart he takes someone like jc you know someone that who probably won't beat him at the end because what the fuck's jc done at this point, almost everybody in the jury, which I don't know exactly how much their vote counts at this point. Oh, they, this, this is my first season. Oh, it's a whole 100%. So, like, at the end, there's going to be seven of them. Okay, well, right now, we know for a fact they all hate Angela because of her goodbyes. That's true. So, well, And I would have probably kept Brett as well over anybody because they all hated Brett. Well, he's got that little romance thing with uh, Angela, so he couldn't do that. Right, right. And yeah. Casey and them tied, and they're wanting to keep Sam and JC around just because they can't. They're not even Actually, clo- that's they're not, a, not even a close. I in forgot about Sam. I would take Sam to the end if it was me because if it's you versus her, you're probably going to beat her. They're absolutely terrible. So I mean, yeah. JC's all right social, right? But Sam, she's just an odd duck. She is. <laughs> she very much is. Um, yeah, I'm glad you watched Big Brother this year, though. So that's cool. I'm kind of liking it. I think my wife's even getting into it. Right. And I think y'all finally got logged into like the CBS thing. If so, y'all can go back and watch old seasons, and they're fucking awesome. So I did uh, watch it the other night, uh, last week, because I was watching the game. Right. And then this Thursday is on NFL Network. So I was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I'm not yeah, paying, so I'm not paying for it. 
not on top of cable. Yeah, honestly, I just, and I know it's the world I thought like we'll be in someday. I just don't get why every channel, you just can't. I just think TV should be like radio. Like right now, if you wanted to turn on a radio, I know it doesn't really exist much, the FM radio stations, but you could just go on there and listen to it. And there would be commercials, and that's how they made their money. Right. Like TV channels are getting paid for the commercials currently right now. Mm-hmm. Why not just give it free to everyone to watch and then you would have more viewers and then you could charge more for commercials because you're like, it's free to everyone. Everyone's going to watch it. All right. But maybe they just make so much money, you know, cable packs and stuff like that. But I just feel like someday that has to be where the world goes. Especially like people younger than me, they fucking love YouTube podcasts, like, like just instant free shit. Or like if, every podcast I listen to is free. Or it's kind of like everything... You have, you know, you pay like $4 here, $6 here, $7. You got 10 of your favorite things, and you're getting to watch everything you want rather right. than pay a $100 cable. The bill. only thing I don't have is ESPN that I would like, and I think it's going to be crazy if they don't. If they ever come up with like a $15 a month for and you get ESPN's package, I would probably pay for that too. They got right. like a four ninety nine ESPN Plus you're supposed you to be able get, to watch, but I'm not real sure. You don't sure. get ESPN 1 or 2. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I don't what, know how many times I sit there and watch reruns of Sports Center just because I don't want to. Right. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how uh where that goes in the future. I've also heard that Disney when they're bought, they're gonna you know they purchasing Fox's shit that they're gonna try to do their own Netflix sort of app that has all the Disney shit together. So it'd be like ESPN, Disney Channel, Marvel movies, Star Wars. But okay. if they has all that, they're gonna charge more than ten dollars a month. They're right. gonna probably charge a lot. Um, but eventually that's how we're going to be. And we'll probably get to a point where we're going to be paying more than we ever were paying with Whatever we're going to have uh, first class uh, channels than coach. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> we're going to probably be on coach. <laughs> I mean, I have an antenna to get a few channels for free. I see and, the, I uh, was uh, watching a PS, uh, a PlayStation PS View. Right. Supposedly you can watch the NFL network on that. I love, I loved PlayStation View. Um, I had it for a few months back before I, uh, you know, got a different job and all that. The only reason I canceled it was I would fall asleep watching it and it'll stream at the highest resolution. Okay. And it didn't have a, you know, set this to a lower resolution. So I was using like 600 gigs of data in a month or something, like going way over my limits. Mm-hmm. And they were going to make me bump up. So I was like, I have to cancel it. Oh, they bumped us up so many times. Yeah, they bumped us up twice already. <laughs> so I couldn't do it again. I was like, fuck. Um, so that's the only reason I canceled PlayStation View. If they ever came back with a, you know, you can, because what was cool is I got it really early and I was on the $20 a month plan and they were like, well, since you had it so early and you've been with us, we're going to bump you up to the deluxe package that came with all the sports and shit yeah. for free. And I would have loved to keep it, but I just couldn't go over my internet again. Right. And so I was like, God damn it. And I ended up canceling it, but it works just like normal cable. Like you go to a, it looks like a satellite dish. Like you go to a menu where your okay. channels are at and shit. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it just like works all through the internet. Sports package set up with it. Yeah, and I know Sling TV is also. I hear it's pretty good. It's like a, I think it's slightly cheaper. Okay, uh, you know what pisses soon. me off about cable one at the moment? What's that? The Sooners. Except yesterday, they they played on ABC. But most of the time, the Sooners games they're on Fox. But Fox HD decides, okay, we're going to play whatever CBS is playing right now for like the whole afternoon. And you have to watch the Sooners on Fox, which is not HD. Oh, yeah, that is annoying. It's, I mean, I think it's the same way with the Thunder games. I'm not real sure. Or maybe right. they're on TNT. I don't know. Um, a lot of times they're on TNT, but you have to watch Fox Sports uh, Oklahoma yeah, to but watch it's not, Thunder games. But the Fox Sports and the Fox Channel are they're, the HD not well, compatible. And it's just so the screen's have, wider. And So you have cable one, right? Do you have yes. digital cable? No. Or just normal cable? Yeah. I think even with normal cable, y'all should have, and I could be wrong, some sort of login 
for your cable subscription where you could get the Fox Sports Go app, log in, and maybe watch it that way. Something you could look into. But Okay. Because like, I got the Fox Sports app on well, my Well, they give TV. you this email at Cable One, yeah. like such, such yeah. a Cable One, but we never kept track of that. And yeah. So, the reason I know Coopies is because I had to keep, started to keep track of how much data we were using. Okay. And there's a, you can look at that on there. So I would like, back when, again, this PlayStation View thing was happening. So that's the only reason I know Coopies uh, log in. Um, and then last thing I have to say, and then I do say it again at the very end of this, is we may do uh, a lot of recording next week and try to bottle up some shit, some content if possible. I know Wednesday and Thursday I'll probably be kind of out. My oldest son is having surgery on his cliff. Mm. So he's getting some uh, teeth work done and right. taking wisdom and taking some teeth that won't come down out of the gums. Right. So I don't know how much I'll be caring for him. Right. Okay. The other next couple of days I should be all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we won't be doing it until the weekend, so. That'd be fine, man. Um, but all right, that's all I got, unless you got something else, dude. Uh, not worth bringing up. <laughs> all right, dude. All, all right. right, peace. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are back with Dom. What's up? All right, well, you're here because uh, we're going to talk about NBA shit. That's like the main reason. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll, we're going to touch on a few things before we get to all the NBA where the sports haters can just turn it off, you know, at a certain time period, and then we'll make everything after that period. Oh, my gosh. Our NBA talk. <laughs> um, dude, they exist. I mean, I've, I do talk to people like, well, when you talk about sports, I just go past it. Or when you talk about video games, I just go past it. And I'm like, well, that's the thing is uh, everyone's here for something different. That's so true. You just got to stick it out. That's true. Got to stick out. So um, how's life, man? Life has been life has been great. Um, I've just been chilling out, working. Uh, my buddy Wyatt has actually got a promotion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And he was on a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. Three, I don't remember what the number is. Yeah, he got a promotion. So he was working uh, with me, and now he kind of does his own thing, and I'm Pretty proud of him, so right. You don't have to see his see him all the time. I sure don't have helps. to see him all the time. That jackass. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Um, I noticed that we've been friends for three years on Facebook. Cause it told me the other day. I saw that shit too. Made a video, and I was like, "Cool." So now I would say, out of anyone I've known for three years, you're the coolest person. Because I don't know how many people I've only known <laughs> for three years. I'd have to like kind of look into it. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but basically, the biggest thing in my life has been the Great White Rap Wars. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so since the last time we came on here, now last time we talked about it, and this might get talked about earlier on in this podcast. I'm going to try not to. Mm-hmm. We're doing like a weird time travel thing where like we haven't recorded the first part yet. Um, Snappy, I told him about the Eminem MGK thing, right? And he had not heard of Machine Gun Kelly or anything. And I think I probably did a pretty shitty job of describing him on the podcast last week. I just think I did. Um, so after the podcast, we watched some shit. And Snappy came away being like, I like him. And I was like, huh. And that's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like, I'm not saying you can't like him. Um, but he did like him. And I realized, so I spent like the rest of that day being like, why don't I like this random white rapper guy, right? And it really comes down to I hate his tattoos. I think he looks too pretty and like everything in life was very easy for him <laughs> off his looks. And he tries to be a gangster rapper. And I don't know his credibility. I don't know if that's all true. Did he really do all the shit he claims, right? But it's just hard for me to believe it. 
And I just feel like it's fake. And I could be wrong completely. Yeah. But I um, get that vibe, so I don't like him. But his yeah. beats are his beats go hard. Yeah, I mean, I actually I don't mind MGK. He's he's okay. He he does have bars, so I I don't deny that at all. Um Well, and I just was hating mainly on like his specific Eminem diss. I was like, he auto-tuned the hook. Yeah. And he compliments him too much for a diss song. And for whatever reason, he's eating cereal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't know. I just thought that you can criticize someone from being angry if that's the rap persona, but also have a different view of like rap, I guess, than a lot of people. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. I just think a rap persona is a rap persona. And Eminem like didn't, it was just weird to be like, you're fucking mad and you're rich. I was like, that's not a diss. Like, I don't know. I just I, wasn't a diss. That's his whole, yeah, That that's his whole like thing growing up or Eminem's come up anyways. Right. So that all happened. So yesterday, day before yesterday, whenever it was, Eminem's uh, song Kill Shot, which was the response came out. Yes. And I personally love it. Oh, man. I I heard this coming out of Applebee's and it was fire. I was like, holy shit. What, what just happened here? I do think there's a part in the middle that could, it sure isn't like amazing, amazing. But he didn't put a hook because you don't fucking put a hook nope. on a, this song. And I, it's just so good. Like, I love the very beginning where he's ad-libbing. He's like, your beard's weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Eminem, so he's great, right? I mean, he's just going to be funnier than the other person typically. And he just said so many, like, enders. Like, you can't say anything to, like, by the time I was your age, I had three fucking platinum albums. Yep. Like, you just kind of, you end the debate with with shit like that. Yeah. And I just love this whole, like, I gave you a career so I could end it. So like, oh, man, that line great. right there killed me when he said that. I was and like, the Diddy bro. line. The Diddy <laughs> line about um, the day you have a hits, the day Diddy admits you put out the hit to get, they got pot killed. Yep. I'm like, that's so good. Now, you have to know some about rap music history to know that. Like, my wife was like, why is that? Oh, man. And deal? that's the thing. Like, I bet. I bet uh, a lot of these like kids 40% know. of the people right. don't even know, like, oh, that was a thing. Yes, it was an actual, like, rumor out there. Whether I believe it's a thing or not is too different. Right. So I have like two bio- half biological sisters, right? Two half sisters that are biological that I don't know. And I have them as friends on Facebook. And I've talked to one a little bit. And one of them, I just like her memes. Mm-hmm. So the ones whose memes I like, I realized we would probably get along, but we just never uh, communicated. But she's like hardcore on this whole MGK. Like, he bested Eminem. And it's made me like, I'm never going to meet you. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. Because you're over here fucking acting like... This dude be and then be like people are like it's too late. The response was too late. I'm like this motherfucker recorded videos, dropped an album, had interviews. He he's doing other shit. Like Machine Gun Kelly's been riding this shit probably forever. Yeah, just ready or whatever. He so. came out two weeks, less than two weeks. Yeah, with like the a response, week. right? So anyway, I've really enjoyed that, and that's going to lead me to we finally got some emails on the podcast. So took until episode eleven, which we got one kind of last week. So I guess. Last week, we technically got one as well. But we got two emails this week. So I'm going to read one now because I'm probably going to read one earlier on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be for Marissa because she got a little, uh, I don't say upset, but last week I mentioned how I didn't really know a lot of these different rappers that I've been trying to look into, right? Yeah. So I didn't know about g Easy, and I was just unaware, but I heard this diss he did to MGK, and I was like, <laughs> it was pretty good. He has like this lazy rap flow, but I liked it. Um so Marissa emails me and couldn't believe I had never heard of G-Eazy because I, I do like rap music. But again, I've just been off that shit for like six years. I was about to say, G-Eazy is more like a pop rapper. Perfect. So, so perfect. So 
Skinny was over last night and he was like, oh, I know Jeezy. Um, but yeah, I look up some videos. So I pull up some videos and we watched them. And that's what I said. I was like, he's a singer. Like, and that it's this all big, a bigger point. Get back to him eventually. Um, but yeah, so Jeezy has these songs. I'm like, yes, he has cool lines. They're clever. And I would say I probably do something closer to that than Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not technically proficient like Eminem is, but I just feel like there should be different names. And I think that really is the problem with Eminem has. If I could like, guess in his brain, right. With modern rappers is that people are going to call little pump a rapper and then they're going to call Eminem a rapper, and they're not. And then they're the going to compare them together, <laughs> where there should be different names for different things. And I don't know how we would do it, but there's archetypes of this shit, right? Like you got to have your build, you got to have your build, and you're done. You like Dungeons and Dragons, right? No, I should. Like you got to have whatever your building class is, and they're just not the same thing. And I think that's why Eminem gets pissed. So he's all like, "Quit fucking calling these people rappers because they're not. They're just they don't do what I do and the people before me did. And these new people are like." What's the fucking matter? We're making stuff people like and they can dance to. And I'm not saying you're wrong to have that opinion, but you're not a fucking rapper. Yeah. So back to G Easy, who I thought was talented. But again, yeah, I wouldn't call him necessarily like a rapper rapper. No, he he's not. Like I said, I, I know I I've known him um just as far as like listening to his music, but he's not somebody I would be like, oh man, he's got bars for days. He's about to murder the whole rap game. No. Yeah, so anyway, I there you go, Marissa. That's my thoughts on G-Eazy because you asked me what I thought. Um, not necessarily bad. I've also, uh, my cousin, after I mentioned I like Hobson. Uh, like Hobson's, my, Hobson does have bars. Right, <laughs> like he's like my new obsession lately. Um, and my cousin was like, oh, I've been listening to him for years. And I was like, thanks for letting me know. And so now he's like sending me other rappers. Right, listen. So he's sending this guy, Chris Webby. I think it's his name. White dude. Now, this is so racist. I typically don't like white rappers. I just don't like Eminem overcame it for years. And you can ask some of my friends from childhood. I did not want to like Eminem because I didn't want to be like, I like him because he's white. Yeah. I you don't want to fall, like fall into that trap. Right. It's like if I was black, I wouldn't like PK Subin is my favorite hockey player. I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm fucking all with this. Look, I guy. like hockey now because of PK. Subin. <laughs> right. Like, no, you don't get your ass out of here. You know, you ain't about to get on this damn <laughs> ring. Exactly. <laughs> so I normally don't uh, like a lot of white rappers. I mean, Asher Roth, one of my all time favorites. And everyone just knows I love college. But that motherfucker has bars on so many yeah. mixtapes. Uh, but anyway. This Chris Webby dude is so good as far as, like I said earlier, you can tell he's talented. Like, he's technically proficient at rapping. You couldn't say he couldn't rap. But there's something about this thing that a lot of white rappers do where they, like, they're doing a voice, right? Like, they're rapping in character, mm-hmm. I feel like. And I just can't get behind that. Like, I enjoy genuine, like, I can tell you love it, and that's you, and it's coming from the heart. Maybe you fucking take a deep breath because... Like, fucking, like, Childish Gambino does it a lot, right? Like, where he fucking gets, like, at the end of a verse, and you can just tell, like, he his voice will crack, and it gets to his real voice. You're like, yeah. oh, I fucking love that shit. So, anyways, Chris Webby guy, cousin told me, check him out. He's so good. I listened to him. My takeaway was, he's very good, but he has one of those dumb white guy rapper voices where I just can't get over the, like, just use your real voice. Quit doing, like, a, I don't know. And I know that's probably unfair. I'm sure it's unfair because I'm sure I've done the same thing and I do weird voices all the time, but it's not like one consistent like. I'm this is what guy. I go in like doing every single time. And even then, I guess that's fine. I mean, I'm not really gonna hit. Pee Wee Herman's a great character, right? And it's like <laughs> oh, if you want to be in character. Do that to this man. <laughs> you want to be in character all the time. It's great. Um, I just personally, that's not my shit. I guess is where I'm getting out with that. Um, do you know of any current newish rappers that aren't horrible? That aren't horrible. 
Um, like any to check out because that's become again my newest obsession lately. No, right, <laughs> that's well. a, that's a bad thing. I don't know any current new ones that haven't been around for like three or four years. Yeah, I mean, all the people I mentioned have, I'm sure, been making music forever, but they just have finally popped up on my radar. Where I'm like, for instance, and I'm I mentioned on the podcast previously, and I've been told like I would love Logic, and the only Logic song I've really heard is the Suicide Hotline song, and I didn't like that. Oh song. man, Lo- so you don't listen to Logic? I do not. And everyone like they'll mean like you know if they know me, they're like you must listen to him. I'm like no, and they they're always like that's so crazy, but. The little bit I have heard snippets here and there, I just don't seem to love it. Oh man, but I like Logic I a lot. Maybe I would. Um, I know it's mentioned last week. Bass or Boss is like my new fucking jam. Like that's my dude. I've listened to that all week. Um, that and, and Hopkins. But one more question I have to ask you, Dom, and I, I apologize for it. it's going to seem somewhat racial. Is do you know where the Supreme thing came from? I do not. Um. I, I've been hearing about it, but I have no idea. Like, and I I'll feel say, like I'm out of out of the right, loop now. It makes me feel like an old person. So if you're unfamiliar or if you're just you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Supreme pizzas or what? Is that like everything? Like you can apparently get a Supreme like I'm so already explained. So you like a t shirt that says Supreme on it in red. It's like white font on red background or whatever. And then you can get shorts and hats and fucking things that shoot dollar bills out of them at strippers and flip-flops and canes and umbrellas like they make supreme everything and they're everywhere and i see kids all the time with supreme hoodies and i'm playing nba 2k19 which i'll talk about in a minute and people are customizing their people to have the fucking supreme logo on everything and i just don't know what it is man I'm now lost. it makes me feel like it's fubu all over again right, <laughs> and yeah. I, I feel like i feel bad for saying that but <laughs> yeah i i mean it is somewhat like that and I, maybe it's not cultural but like i don't i just don't it came out of nowhere and everyone has supreme shit everywhere so i'm like I don't yeah i've never i've never messed with it never i don't know what it is right i don't know what the deal is so anyway if anyone out there knows and would like to uh, email us in and oh yeah We've already read that email earlier, but one thing I really wanted someone to respond to a question about last week was if I should just put up my songs that I've recorded or if I should wait to like release them on a mixtape. Just needed some uh, feedback and no one had opinions one way or the other. I'm about to say, I'll throw my opinion out there. I think you should like give like little, little bits out there. Right. Like every, every so often. Cause I mean, you played some for me earlier and some of it's dope. Yeah, so I think, I think you should okay. you should uh, piece it out there. Like do like snippets of it. Yeah, might do that. Might be. It's a good. That's a good in the middle plan there. All right, so we'll go ahead and get into some basketball talk. Oh We're going to start with NBA Two K Nineteen. So it's like video game basketball talk. Now I don't think you have the new game. But, I don't. But you've played them before. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say um, I'm going to get the bad shit out of the way first. Last year, they had a My GM mode in which they put a story into the My GM experience. So, like, you were a retired NBA point guard, and now you were running this, you know, whatever organization you chose. I chose the Thunder. And then some people came in, bought the team from the owner, tried to force you to do certain trades, and then we're going to move the team to Seattle and revive the Sonics. And it just made it worse because I was the Thunder, right? And so, like, I fought against that, and I ended it with that didn't happen. So this year, you have to tell it what you did last year, even though you think it could read your save. Um, so you fill all that out. And then it's like, hmm, I don't want to overguess. We'll say two and a half hours before you ever get to play an actual game. 
like a real NBA just game. going through story yeah, for that but, amount of time. But okay, so like, and I it's weird because I personally do enjoy like I will start in my league mode and just sim games and do just the front office shit. Like I will am that type of person. But a lot of people aren't. And it's like two and a half hours of like you start off, you have to take a deal. You're going to open an expansion team. This is basically where it goes. So like I don't even get to be with the Thunder there because I got the Thunder to stay. They stay. The people who wanted to move the Thunder are starting a new expansion team in Seattle. And then you get to start another one wherever. And then you got to choose the town. So I chose St. Louis, made the St. Louis Spirits. After you know the old ABA team. Oh, look at and, you! And uh, someone uploaded the Spirits logo on the community page, and I'd go to fucking the 88th page until I found it. Um, made the uniforms, made the stadium. You got to do all that shit. You have to like, and it's but it's like, man, that's like 15 minutes of dialogue that isn't actually spoken. It's a little bitty text on the screen you have to read, and it's just like it's so boring. But I did it because there's trophies, mm-hmm. and because uh, I was like, well, I need to get through guy. the. Uh, <laughs> end of it like for the, my half review so I, and i was like how long could this possibly go before you get to play your first game and you finally play your first game to see who gets uh and it's not even really a real first game it's a who gets the first overall pick in the draft and then you get you it's like your summer league team versus his, their summer league team and then after you do that or whatever i chose luka Doncic as you know my number one pick yeah uh, and then they have like the expansion draft, so you pick people off. So I like Dwight Howard, but then during the normal draft, I traded Dwight Howard for Bogdanovich and a pit, another pick. <laughs> so like I was willing and dealing. I like my team, but it just took forever to get through it. And I was like, man, no one's gonna lock this. Like there's just I I don't understand how anyone's gonna play this. And be like good good call. Yeah, I'm about to say, especially in the age of ADHD, I don't know. Right. And for me, it, it is fun if, like, I was watching a TV show and I'm playing that in the back, you know, on the side, like, two TV style. I can see it working for there, but I just don't think most people do that. So that part was the bad part, is there my GM. But that's normally not the flagship part of it. I mean, the big part is the My Career Mode. And I will say the My Career Mode this year is way better starting out than it has been in the past. Because in the past, like, you'll remember Spike Lee's year, which was the worst. You'll be like, <laughs> oh, I'm a all-star NBA player in high school and I get to the NBA and I'm a 60 overall, even though I'm drafted top pick. Yeah. But yet I'm I was about to say good, that doesn't right? work out. Just look at all the people like LeBron. Let's say take LeBron, all star high school player, and then he got drafted. You know, good and damn well he wasn't no 60 coming into right. the league. And I get why they do it, because they want you to buy spend money on the coins and all that shit. But this year they had a good storyline that made sense for the way that system works. So it starts off with you don't get drafted, and then you got to go play in China. And then the I mentioned this last week because I played the prelude uh, demo that they had out where all the Chinese announcers, you know, they're only speaking Chinese. The coaches are speaking Chinese. It's all like, oh, God, this would be a culture shock for sure. And then after that, you make it to the G League, and then you work your way from the G League to the NBA. So like, it just makes more sense, right, the way it works out there. Um, and I'm really enjoying the My Career Mode. I think they streamlined a lot of stuff from last year. Like, you don't have to always go back to the hub and run around the world like last year's game. Yeah. They made it where, like, you can go straight from practice to the game, game to the practice. Like, you never have to go do all that Good. run around if you didn't want to, right? Um, now, you still got to go there and do the gym stuff for, like, the Gatorade boost and shit. But so far, it's been pretty, uh, pretty good. I've definitely liked it. But... I'm also trying to not like burn out on it because I've tried to make myself still work on music every day. Even since I've gotten it, I'm like, well, 
I'll have the game forever. I'll just and I'll burn out by like February anyway if I fucking just keep playing it nonstop. Or eventually, like I would just be like, I'm done. So I'm like, let's keep this going through the basketball season if possible. I'm about but, to say there's going to be a lot of games coming out anyways over the yeah over this next couple of months. I will say, um, since I set my goal last week to not buy Spider Man on PS4, how did how's that going? I haven't bought it yet, so that's good. Um, my goal is I want to wait until they do like the big DLC one game of the year pack because there's a lot of news that came out that there's already these huge three yep. huge DLC packs coming out. And I'm not saying it's not worth it if you already bought it and all that. Like I just from the top that I buy every new game that I want instantly and I'm like, I can't do that this time. I just bought this other game. So I'm trying really hard not Especially to. Especially because Red Dead's coming out later right. this year. And Red so. Dead's going to come out. Uh, my wife always complains that I buy games, so I'm like, well, here you go, Christmas, uh, all these games are open. But I think she already <laughs> bought me a gift, so I think all those are out of the question. So, you know, we'll actually see there. But so far, I love NBA 2K19. Um, besides that, I still play Dead Cells every once in a while because I fucking love Dead Cells, in which why I want to say called the, uh, what's this dumb indie game you're playing? Oh, my God. Because he's a, he's a bro gamer. That's where yep. he's at now. Uh, doesn't Can't appreciate a good 2D metroidvania sort of game that's that's sad but i I mean some people grow out of it i understand we grow up in life get don't have as much time but the indie games are what makes it great i agree i agree 100 oh and i will say one last thing has a great soundtrack like i will say this year's game is probably one of the best soundtracks first off it has little flips game over and still tipping okay you just convinced me to go buy this game as soon as i get done from here go to walmart right now (laughs) right (laughs) I, I agree, and it actually actually has some other genre stuff, Wrath. It's not just rap, because like Snappy, he always complains that all these sports it's games is all rap, all rap. And I'm like, I, I agree with that. If you didn't like rap music, you know. You'd get burned out. Right. Yeah. Um, but I just thought the soundtrack uh, was pretty, pretty great. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to our NBA predictions. All right. Let me pull up my list here. And now I made my list fairly quickly i mean i've been thinking about it internally a lot and then when i was time to make the list i was like gut feeling and so i pulled up all the teams and i just went off the gut see i did that at first and then when i started getting to you know the actual varsity conference instead of the jv i had a (laughs) lot of trepidation speaking of before we go into that yeah um what do you think about combining conferences for Uh, playoffs um, I don't mind it. I would honestly, I guess this is how I would do it. There's 30 teams, right? I'd make three conferences, 10 teams in each conference. Each conference gets five spots, and the 16th is left up to a wild card scenario because it never made sense that, like, New Orleans is in the West. Yeah, when they're more, like, central. I see what you're saying. In Minnesota, like, I think you could probably do it. Now, no one's talking about that, and I don't think they'll have because what – but if they're not doing conferences don't matter for all-star games, then I don't see what would be stopping anything from making three conferences a thing. Um, but I think that could work because I, I understand the travel aspect of it. And it's a lose-lose because it's like really they shouldn't play 82 games. Yeah, and they should probably bring it down to like 60. I think, I think 60 Bill Simmons nice has a perfect spot. like formula worked out. I don't remember what it is, but it comes down like 72 or something where it's like you play everyone in your division this many times, everyone in your conference, and then the other t- – like it's something that works out real well, but you're going to lose money. The reason you get paid, you know, whatever the max is now is because you play 82 games in a year. So NBA players don't want to lower it because they want money, and owners don't want to lower it because they want money, so that will probably never happen. But, yeah, the conference thing uh, – 
but I also kind of like it. In a I way. mean, I, I I love the division of it. It's just. Oh man, I'm start. I'm tired of one conference being dominated over the other. Now this is this isn't just like recently well, where I West guess, has been dominated over East. Even back in the '90s, the East were totally dominated over right. the West. Like it's, it goes in cycles. I guess the, I would say if they're going to eliminate conferences in the playoffs, you got to eliminate it just across the board, and you can't play because right now, like for instance, the Thunder are going to play the Western teams more than the Eastern yeah, teams. So like you would have is. to do like a, the number of games would have to change. Yeah. It, it, it does have to be modified a lot, but I don't know how, obviously I'm not a genius. Right. I don't know how to do that, but I mean, they'll figure out if there's a way to make more money. Yeah. I mean, that's just really what'll happen. Um, all right. So let's go ahead. I guess we'll start with the JV conference first, as you call it, which is the East. Yep. Um, I think it's probably more interesting to go one to eight. Oh, from top. All right. Because, you know what I mean? Like, because if I give you the eighth seed first. I mean, you're going to know. You're like, I mean, some would be a little whatever. But anyway, I just think one eight's better. All right. So we'll go ahead, just go back and forth. And then we have some that are the opposite. We'll just, you know, talk about while we have who where. So uh, what do you have number one in the East? I have Boston. I have them winning 61 games this year. I also have Boston. I didn't do exact win totals because I'm not that smart. Um, But I just agree. I think Boston just has too much talent. Yeah, they're just. They're youthful. They're deep. They're they're hard. They have the best coach when you're playing the against them on NBA 2K19. I was like, they are so like they're just as hard as the Warriors. I played both of those teams already on my my career mode, and they're just tough. Like Jason Tatum. I know this is weird to com- go off of a video game, but I feel like they're pretty accurate. I mean, they spend a lot of time researching that shit. It's close to staying in real life basketball <laughs> you're gonna get. And like Jason Tatum's just so good for a second year, dude. So yeah, I just think. Uh, the only thing that would could stop the Celtics if there's some weird internal ego power struggle, and, and there could, and there's there, been no signs of it, yeah. but there could be. There could be. I mean, you do have um, Kyrie on the team. I'm not saying Kyrie is a bad teammate or anything, right? But there's a lot going on as far as like the ro- the roster is just deep. When you right. have a deep roster, you only have so many minutes. Yeah, I mean that's just really all there is to it. Um, but all right, so we both agree with there. Who do you have as the number two team in the East? I have Toronto. I have them as the number two team. I have them at 57 wins. All right. I'll just go ahead and say I have the Raptors at the fifth team. Oh, boy. I the can't number wait. Five. I can't wait. <laughs> um, so you're basically saying that you think Kawhi will be ready, good to go. Yep. And he's going to strive. Because, I, I mean, they got uh, Kawhi and Danny Green. Like, people right. are kind of sleeping on yeah, that. But that's really good. I agree. I just don't know where Kawhi's at. I think sitting out a whole year, even when you're healthy, has to do something. to. Maybe it's fine. But I feel like there has to be some rust there, right? In the I mean, way. there's going to be rust, but I think he's going to—he has a lot to prove this year. He does. Like when we get to our MVPs, we'll, get, we'll go to—we'll go to that. But right. he has a lot to prove this year. Right. I agree. I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I debated all the way to two as well, but I just made this whole gut call of no. I'm going to say Raptors fall off a little bit because um, I just think because this is also standings. This isn't who I think is going to win yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. So I just in my imagination could see them getting off to a rough start yeah i, guess, I, th- right? I think they're gonna hit fire though i th- i see them as number so two. my number two i have is the sixers see that's where i have the sixers at four all right so i just think uh ben simmons can't keep not being able to shoot <laughs> Well, I mean, we're going to see. He's had this whole offseason. I haven't heard a word from Ben Simmons, neither, by the way. Neither. So everybody's but posting these workout videos. Markel and- Fultz apparently has a shooting doctor. Now, 
I love the ringer, which I you know very well. And Kevin O'Connor, who works for them, has been on this high horse of he shoots with the wrong hand. Ben Simmons shoots with the wrong hand. And on Jimmy Kimmel this summer, I guess, he went on there to do something. He just grabbed a ball. Like someone threw him one, and he shot it. And he shot it with his right hand and not his left. And he tries to shoot with his left. So, like, I do think that's a real thing is he shoots. He's trying to force his shot with yeah. his left when he, he's on a left-handed person. Um so we'll see if they ever work that out. But their t- team just really talented, and I feel like there's only so long. And B- I think Embiid's like got a l- short lifespan, right? I just that's my projection. Oh man, see, I well, I don't, I don't think short lifespan. I mean, I guess I say 10 he has years. Like, I think, I think oh, he see, could be good for ten years. I see man. for like the next five years, he's going to be an issue, and then eventually, like injuries are going to catch up. But it's just going to be like, oh, he's one of those guys that if he could have kept it going, now modern medicine could help all of this, but. He just he's so good and he plays like he falls a lot and shit and I'm just like oh man I don't know I just and he has a fragile history so he does I just feel like they're gonna try to push for it right I guess that's my idea like I thought like the Sixers think it's like their window now it is their window and I th- like I, I don't think they're not gonna be a good team I think they're gonna be there in the end like fighting right. for it it's just I mean they're still a young team and I do think they're gonna have struggles throughout the whole year right. so and they they're could. gonna go through up up and downs so and I, they could um. All right, so... So what was your number two then? That was the Sixers. Oh, yeah, Sixers, yeah. You're right. So number three, who do you got? I have Indiana. Me too. Really? Yeah. So we agree on one and three at least. So the Pacers, yeah, I think they had good signings. And they were good last year. Yeah. And people just don't talk about it. Yeah, I I think Indiana is a sneaky good team. Um, I have them at 52 wins. I I just think... They click. They just mesh well. Right. Um, Depot really showed now, out. I have heard some concerns where people think that Oladipo and Tyreek Evans may have some overlap. But I'm like, it depends how they play them, though. Like, you want some overlap in a scenario yep. where, like, one goes off the court and the other one can step in there. And I've always liked Tyreek Evans, like, as far as video game character to, you know, trade for. And Tyreek Evans, like, bounced back last year, had right. a really good year. Now, a lot of guys bounce back in contract years. So, I mean, we'll just have to see, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll, I do like the Pacers a lot. Like, we're just going to have to see. I guess Miles Turner, I think, is probably the biggest thing. If Miles Turner kind of steps up, then I think they'll for sure get to three. But I yep. can see if he doesn't doesn't work out that way. But I'm glad we're at least on the same page in that projection. Mm-hmm. So, your number four is was Philly. Philly. And we already brought them up. So, my number four is Milwaukee. Okay, uh, we're not we're not too far off. I have Milwaukee at five. That's so. what I figured. So that'll get us. So our top five are all the same. Yeah, all the, all the top five. Because teams. I had Toronto at five or whatever. So Milwaukee, my four year five. I feel like I just honestly don't feel like it's Giannis's time yet. Last I, year I thought it was, but after watching that year, I was like, I think we were all premature. Yeah, and I and I don't know if it will ever be Giannis's time. Right, he's true. just in. He got caught in the wrong era, I think. Like, too many players are good. Too many teams are good. To I really wish they would do – like, we mentioned the NBA 2K19. I would love for them to add two NBA teams. One to Seattle and one to St. Louis yeah. or Baltimore, wherever the other one is. I think there's enough stars they could do it. Yeah, people talk about how, like, how shit the league is as far as, I just as, so like, disagree. I, I do as well. I mean, yeah, the bottom feeders, they suck. But there's so much at the top. Right. There's so many stars – like the talent has never been better than it what it is today, right now. I agree. And if and you re- just divvy that up a little bit. Well, I go and this is a little small tangent, but I kind of go off like I way prefer NFL football, right? Over college football. 
And my argument for that is like, they're all so good. I right? agree. I'm the same way. And a lot of guys, I think when they look back to the Jordan era or the, you know, magic era, even though you said the bottom feeders are bad, it was even worse then. The yeah. best, the best then were so much better than the worst, the worst. So it's like when people like college football, they like it because some kid might be so fast, no one on the field will catch him, and that's electrifying, right? Whereas yeah. in Odyssey, then I'm like, unfair. I want a defensive end that could catch that receiver. In the NFL, you could get that, right? Yeah, like and- McCaffrey. McCaffrey could break. He was killing it in college. Now he's finally starting to pick back up here in right. the pros, but it's not like he's just – running 2,000 yards for every season. Right, so I just think it's a similar thing to bad. Like, right now, basketball, it's so competitive. Like, yeah. on like the the 14th guy on a roster right now would have been a starter on most teams during the 80s. I agree with that. Right, like, and I know it's hard for people to understand because like, back then they hit people when they went for layups. It's like, that has nothing to do with how talented some of these guys yeah, are Yeah, I'm about today. to say, yeah, you would have weeded out the softer people. That's perfectly fine. Right, but. exactly, exactly. So, um, anyway, back to the Bucks because I don't know where we're at. I really love Chris Middleton. I always, I've always liked him. They got rid of Jabari. They did, and I don't like that because I really – I thought – I know he had injury history, but when he was good or when he was healthy, he could be really good at like a nice playoff between um, Giannis and Thon Maker. And right. Thon Maker is another reason why – I don't, I don't have them where as high as I think they should be because he needs to develop a little bit more. Right, I agree with Thon Maker. Now, I think the Jabari scenario is good for everyone. I think. Oh, it's good for Jabari. I think he I needed love it to leave yeah. the Bucks for them and for him. I think it's gonna be a better opportunity for him in Chicago, and I think the Bucks need to just let go. And they lucked out on Giannis, honestly. Yeah, they didn't expect to get that, so just let him go and figure out what you got. Um, all right, so number six, who do you got? I got Washington. I do too. So got the Wizards. Now, the only reason they might not be here is they have Dwight Howard, and he might just uh, tank the whole experiment because that's what he does on teams lately. I know. It's super bad because I like John Wall a lot. Like, Oh, yeah. Going into last year, I had him at like, top five point guards. I probably still do, but I just think I think that team underachieves in general, and that may be due to like all the personalities going on and Scott Brooks, I don't know, can't manage the personalities. But. Right. Yeah, um, their talent says they should be top three, but more realistically, right. and again, more realistically, they're going to be six. They're great on the video game because they have just so many talented guys. Yeah. Like Porter and Ubre Jr. are both way underrated. I mean, they're under and overrated to like basketball people. Like when you listen to podcasts and stuff, they always overrate them. But like people who don't watch basketball or aren't like real in the. Deep into it, they like don't know about these guys. You're like, no, those guys are are good. Yeah, they're good. They're good players. So, um, I right, agree there. Who do you have number seven? I got Detroit. Okay, I got. Well, I will appreciate that. <laughs> he enjoys, you know, his Detroit sports. I just think having a whole year of Blake Griffin and without Stan Van Gundy there with Drummond, I just think they they can sneak out enough wins. I have them at 43 wins. I think they can sneak out enough to sneak into the playoffs this go-around. I wanted to put them at number eight on my list really bad because I love Blake Griffin. I just do. Um, I just I don't like Drummond. I don't have a whole lot of faith in the whole Twin Towers. Like, I just think Blake Griffin should be a five. I just think he should be on a team and they should play him at center and or play him with a guy who is like a straight That's defensive true. center right, and doesn't at all do the offense. So, like a team like... Like the Knicks, who could use them, like have Porzingis at the five or Porzingis right. at the four. Like they yeah, could. I think that would work a lot because I just think Blake needs to be like point forward, but from a center position, like yeah. a point center. I think he could pull that off. 
Um, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I do not have them on my list. But I've, I'm hoping they win. I'm hoping they prove me wrong. Yeah, I just can't do it. So my number seven, I'm going with the Heat. Okay. Mainly because they're like the Spurs of the East, and you just feel like, well, yeah, they'll probably make it. Yeah, I have them at number eight. I have the Heat at number eight just because I respect their whole organization. Right. It's exactly. off of Spolstra's respect. Spolstra's good. <laughs> um, you got to love Dion Waiters. Uh, at least I do. I, I appreciate yeah. some Dion Waiters. And, I mean, they have an all-star point guard. So. That's true. No matter how we define all-star point guards, yeah. how he got there. he does. He's in there. All right. My number eight. Um, is my wild card. I'm going Cavaliers. Man, we're on the same page because right. I got them at my number nine team. They're like right outside, but I have them. So I, I basically did, have the Cavs I, instead of Detroit. Is how I thought about it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I broke down. Of course, I broke every, everything down by wins. I had Cleveland at 41, Miami at 42, and Detroit at 43. Of course, that right can go anyway. That could go anyway. I, mean, I just think Cleveland is going to be better than what people are giving up. People are like right. Cleveland's going to taint. They're going to be like the second or third worst team. I don't like in the in the East. I'm like, no, they're not. They still I got think, Kevin Love, and Kevin Love is about to show out. I'm right. going to put That's so much I money on get it. To. I think Tyler on Lou, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith. Even he has something to prove. Yep. I think there's a lot of those guys. They're like y'all think that we only got paid because of LeBron. We only done this because LeBron. Now there might be all true. Maybe they're shitty. But I think they're going to try real hard. I want to see the old school Kevin Love. I would like to see what he can do because I just always liked him. Yep. Um, but we'll see what happens. And I like their new point guard, Colin Sexton. I think yep, he's, gonna he's have, good. He has a chip on his shoulder, right? Especially Trey Young got taken before him. With right, it's like I just feel like they have an, enough stuff combined that they can get the eighth seed. Yeah. So that's why I, I want them put the to make in. the playoffs. I really do. Right. So if we could put nine, there are nine seeds. We we'll be exactly uh, the same there, but. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to the Varsity Conference of the West. Oh, boy, this is so – the West is so stacked. Like, I, I, I went through it, and I was like, all right, this is it. And then I started looking at teams. I was like, oh, my God, how did I miss this team? I lost my mind yeah, doing this. I actually currently have two teams in my number eight spot. I forgot I was going to make that decision. <laughs> so we're going to see when I get there. Cause it's I'm about to say, I, I, I went ahead and made a list like 10 deep just because I wanted to talk about all 10 of these teams. Right. <laughs> Okay, so let's go ahead and start with the number one because I feel like this will be the easy. least confrontational, yeah. which will be the Warriors. Yeah, easy. If they don't get the number one seed, it's because they didn't want it. They're lazy. Right. Uh, and I know that's – a lot of people find that boring, but, again, I just go on to think of the story in the sense of, like, the reason why Star Wars is cool is because the Death Star is supposed to be unbeatable and Darth Vader is unbeatable. And then whenever Luke Skywalker does – you know, breakthrough, it makes it that much more glorious. So whenever a team does dethrone it. it, and maybe they don't, maybe this team retires and then they're just done and it's just this fucking legendary thing, right? Who knows? Um, but I'm not mad is all I'm saying, that I think they're the best team. I mean, we played. need a villain. Every every good every good dynasty or... Kevin Durant's a little bitch made. You know, that's how yeah. it is. I still love <laughs> Steph Curry and Clay. I don't, can't knock. I've always loved Boogie. That's the thing. Like, I'm still at the... I'm still at the um, if Kevin Durant, I don't know. I still have a fight amongst myself internally about Boogie because Boogie's like one of my favorite players. But then he joined, and now I'm start like I've come around. Like, all right, right. he's coming to prove himself. Like he can still be this player. Well, which, and you had to look at the other offers he got. Yeah, the context of that was important. Yeah, and I mean, if you've seen workout videos of him rehabbing, because they're doing this whole special on him right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, but I think he's going to be back earlier than what people first thought. He's going to be back in like December. And I think he's going to be effective by like 
mid February, right? And it's gonna be it's gonna take over. It's I don't know how they lose games. Right. I really don't. I'm starting to. I yeah. talked them into 63 wins. Then that's if they get off to a slow start because I don't think they're losing. I think they're going to go on a 25-game win streak at some point in time this year. Right. I mean, I guess the only thing I could see is something crazy like Jordan Bell becomes so good that he has to take over rather Draymond or Cousins' spot, <laughs> and then one of them get pissed, and then it's like locker room. Tr- like, it has to be something crazy, right? Uh, yeah, it has it's to not be, gonna yeah, be basketball related. Like and they couldn't – I mean, they need to dump off Draymond or Clay at some point in time because they can't keep the whole team together. Yeah, but Clay's everyone's favorite teammate, so I yeah. think he's not going to be yeah, the one. Yeah, Clay's, Clay's not going anywhere. They need to dump Draymond and just keep Boogie – and go from there, but they're not going to do that. Yeah, I will see. All right, so number two, and I think our list is going to probably be fairly different, but we'll see. Who do you have number two? I hate putting them at number two because I think they're taking a way larger step back, but I'm still going to put Houston as number two for now. Okay, see, this I is, actually This have, is with an asterisk. Right, and this one's a hard one for me because uh, I put Houston at four. Four seed. Look, I have I think, them from two to five. That that is my list. Like right. these next three, four people or picks. Right, and I try to uh, remind everyone the last playoffs. I think it was the three through seven seed were like. Yep, they were all all this out on the last day. Yep, and so it was like it, this could be in any way really. Um, but yeah, so Rockets, you got them too, and you mentioned them taking a step back. I guess that's what I believe as well. Now. I think they could still be the number one seed, honestly. They could. Yeah. Like they were last year. If, you know, their guards are just good enough. But I think they're gonna be smarter about not playing Chris Paul as much. And they might take some knots off. So I, I think that combined with Carmelo is going to miss shots. He's gonna miss shots that would have sealed the game, sort of thing, right? And I just think some of that combination um is not gonna be good. But they did do some other signings that I forgot all about till I was looking them up this week that I was like, oh well. I- I guess they might not be horrible. So, you know, I have them at four, but yeah, you could convince me they're yeah. anywhere on that. I, I have them at two for now. I don't love them at two, but I'm going to give them their respect. Right. Uh, my number two is definitely a wild card. I'm going with the Utah Jazz. Boy, you are. Whew. We got we got two different feelings on Utah. I like Utah a lot, but I don't think they'll be two. Well, I just think uh, Donovan Mitchell he showed out last playoffs. He did, and it was like from one certain point and beyond, their win percentage was so high. So it's like if they could keep that going. Rubio, I think, came out in the playoffs. He, he was great. Like, yeah, the, like that as situation much as last we year. love the Thunder and all that because we're fans, Rubio showed out on fucking Westbrook, made him look like a fool. He just did. And like I don't know if people remember, but when Rubio was like 16 years old, everyone loved him. Oh, yeah. Everybody should remember. Like He was... He was the prodigy at that point. Right. Like, everyone thought he was this great, amazing, you know, player, and they never really quite panned out. And I'm like, maybe it will. Maybe it's just going to happen. Because he's still now. young. He's right. Still he's like young. 25 or something. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I like that combination a lot. I think uh, their coach is really good. There ain't shit to do in Utah, kind of the same with like Indiana. Yeah. I'm like, I think when you're in these certain places, the guys are just focused on bad. I think the Thunder, you know, benefit from that as well. You know, Oklahoma City. Um, but yeah, that's probably my craziest prediction is going to be the Jazz at number two. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy to me. What number did you have them at? I have them at seven. Seven? Right. But it's not because of their win totals. They're win- I think they're going to win like 52 games this year. It's right. just that's how crazy the West is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and again, I just want to say that so if it happens, I can be like. You can claim it. Boom. Remember that shit? Right here. Um, all right, who do you have number three? Three. 
It's OKC. I have OKC I'm at well. three. Um, I wanted to put the Rockets at three and the Thunder at four because, you know, people would think that. Um, but I just think I really like the... I like their reserves this year. Yeah, I, I like, like the Schroeder signing a lot. I like that they were able to keep Grant. I like that they picked Felton back up. I, I just love the team. I think it opens up a lot more without Melo there and trying to force it because that's what they were doing at the beginning right. of the year last year. And I'm honestly it. excited that Westbrook's going to miss the beginning of the season. And I know that's weird. Well, see, I don't – I feel I feel up in the air because I don't – I'm not sure if he is actually going to miss the start of the year. I think he – because he got this knee surgery. Um, he's projected to miss the preseason, training camp, all that fun stuff. But I think he's going to be back in time for the beginning of the year, even though he could take his time. I think he could take his time and be fine. Because right. Schroeder, Schroeder's a good guard. Right. Well, I like how Schroeder's talking shit. He's over in Germany talking yeah. shit like they're going <laughs> to win a championship. I, I love that. Um, but, yeah, I just like the whole team. As far as on the video game, it's like you got – reserves that come in and like your whole second unit's good and so i'm like yeah i'm feeling pretty good about thunder now last year i felt good as well and i mean they got the fourth they did get the fourth seed, seed. but uh i have a lot i'm trying to be optimistic about thunder i now, think their chemistry is going to be a lot better than what it was last I could year. Even, that's what i'm basing this right on. and i could see them not even make the playoffs because i do think westbrook and i've said playing times He's a certain type of player that can lose you games in a way as well. Yeah, right? but definitely not making the playoffs. Westbrook by himself took that team to the what five seed just two years ago. Yeah, but we're just talking about how much deeper the West is now. I'm just looking at the teams I have on the rest of this list. I'm like, yeah, all these teams yeah, could. These teams are insane. Could, <laughs> could jump them or whatever. Like now, I'm, I want them to be three. I think a lot of people are underestimating them. I know they're forty to one odds right now. Like I'm about to bet on fucking NBA final championship odds like this far away because I'm like never bet on sports before I mean it's 40 to 1 I'm about to say I could put a hundred dollars and not think anything about it and get right like uh so might be something to look into um all right who do we I have four is the Rockets so who is your number four I think this team's going to be a lot better than what people are predicting I have San Antonio okay I have San Antonio as my number four seed um I just think they're they're a solid coach team. They got DeRozan, which is a lot better than not having a Kawhi last year. Like they right. didn't have Kawhi all last year, and they were able to sneak out like forty something wins in the eighth seed. I just think having DeRozan, Aldridge, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, I have him as number seven, and I really just because Popovich makes playoffs, and that's just what he does. Yep, and it has nothing to do with any of the players, and. I do think DeMar DeRozan is going to be a good fit for it. I think he's going to fit with our system well and all that. Uh, but again, like we said, it's really a tough bracket. Like It, it is. Just, it just is. So it's I was like, about to say, when I was first doing this, I didn't even have San Antonio in here. I totally forgot. Right. And I was looking, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. And then I, it just it just caused so much, so much rift in my thought process here. Yeah, I'm going to put them at seven. Um I could see them being a lot higher. I could see them not making the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's just the West. Right. It's just the West. That's man. what we're going to chalk everything up to. It's just the West. Right. So can't hold any of these against us. Um, all right. My number five. Is that we're on five? Or yeah, we're five? on five. All right. What's your number five? I have the Lakers. Okay. I, I have Lakers, Lakers at six. Not Yeah. And I, that's only because I just... It's a huge jump. I get that they got LeBron and all this stuff. So maybe they'll, they might be fucking number two seed. Yeah, they might be number two. It's just I'm banking on... Um, we're uh we're gonna go over MVPs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm baking on LeBron having an MVP caliber kind of year, right? And him being in that discussion, and he has no pressure this go around. 
like all of his previous stops, he has been pressured to be like the number one seed and go to the finals every single year. Right. He doesn't have that. He's in the West. Yeah. <laughs> he he can just live his life and live in L.A. and enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Um. I love the. I, I know a lot of people are hating on this roster around him. I enjoy it from like a, I'm just so curious standpoint. Like how are, what are they going to do with this, right? Um. And this whole, like, he doesn't need shooters. We're yeah. not giving him shooters. We're going to yeah. do this other strategy. So from, like, just a, like, basketball nerd standpoint, I'm, like, so curious. Yeah, I, and, and that's another reason why I actually enjoy it because it's a chance for me to actually like LeBron because right. I haven't liked LeBron for, like, eight, nine years now. Right. And that's because of how he's done things. But if we're going into this whole scenario, like, open-minded and – him not having pressure and him just kind of figuring it out. I like, I want to see that. Yeah. See, I have this new thought. Uh, we'll take a tangent here on LeBron is all the people that don't like LeBron. And I normally didn't like him, but I didn't like him because I like Kobe, which I think is the same for you. Like we're yeah, like, I, there's the Kobe stands that don't like LeBron just because it's like, you ain't even Kobe. That's kind of our Which mindset. is another, another side note here. I know you're on the side yeah. note now. Another, another side note. People in L.A. need to get over themselves and stop bitching. You should be happy that LeBron's in oh, L.A. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, go back to you. <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's why we don't. But a lot of people don't like LeBron because they love Jordan. And then they'll be like, I just think the only reason LeBron made that decision to go to Miami and do the things he did, which I agree I disliked at the time, but with hindsight, it's because all the Jordan fans kept being like, Rings, rings, six rings, six rings, six rings, six trips, six rings. Went to the final six times, he won six rings. Yep. And they just kept on. So where, like, LeBron's only option was, oh, fuck, I bet so I, I need to go to a team that will get rings then if that's what they're going to judge me by. And it isn't the same because in the Bulls, they were, like, trying to get fucking guys to be pieces with him. The Cavs were not building a yeah, team at they, that time. Yeah. So it's like, I did hate LeBron then. But the more I look back to it, I'm like, he was in a lose-lose scenario. And so, but I can't. Uh, now the only thing he should—it's because done, he won sixty. He won sixty plus games the first like the last two years. He was on that right. Cleveland team, and so you can't tell me that team was just bad. Well, they, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't a playoff contender. Why not? They were they were killing it throughout the whole year. They were killing it in the playoffs. It's just LeBron for one. LeBron came up short in each of those playoffs, so right. I can't. Well, and I guess I, I just always looked like he never had a Pippen, right? Like. And maybe that's to LeBron's benefit so that people like me at after the fact can be yeah, like, well, LeBron just had Pippen every fucking yeah. – or Jordan had Pippen every time he went to the finals. LeBron didn't have that. LeBron had a – Yeah, and like he did – but he did get that though when he went back to Cleveland obviously and Kyrie. Right. Um, but he just – he's in the greatest era of like the Golden State Warriors area. Right. So, so anyway, total tangent on LeBron. I don't want to like him, but it's hard for me not to because he has so many haters that – hating for dumb reasons right? oh man like, so i feel like you're starting i know this isn't like politics or anything i feel like you're coming like the full circle how normal how normal people are left right like yeah you're so far left you end up back right exactly <laughs> exactly and that does happen in politics all the time um all right so i have number six lakers and you had number five lakers. so my number five i have pelicans man i have the pelicans at eight okay um, I just think they're gonna be better without Boogie in a way. Uh, but they, but see, when Boogie went down, they were hitting their stride. They were figuring they it out, and they were winning. They were on like an eight game win streak when Boogie went out. They were, but Anthony Davis is he's good enough. He can take all that like he did. 
right? Okay, I'll just take extra work. And he and said it. He's awesome. like, I'm going to have the uh, rust mentality for the rest of the year. And that's what he did. The rest of the year just right. killed it. And now I really like their signing of Julius Randle. I, like I think that's a, a perfect front court mate for him as far as style. I mean, it's like a short armed bruiser style power forward slash. Like he's just going to be able to play center on defense and power forward on offense. Yeah. And I think that's going to work out really well. Um, so that's why I have Pelicans at number five because I just think eventually AD has to have his moment or he won't, right? Like, Well, that's what I think. I don't think he is going to have his moment in New Orleans. I think they're going to win 50 games and I have him at the eighth seed. Right. But it's just it's so it's so, so do whenever stacked. he goes to it's the so Lakers stacked. and then he'll be just like the new Kareem. Yep. I can see it. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. So, so, yeah, I had Minnesota as my number six. Yeah. Like, because I like, I don't know. I'm I'm still hung on. Last year before Jimmy got hurt, Jimmy Butler got hurt. They were the four seed, and they were like humming, like they were right a nice, consistent team. Um, I will say they are tied right now for my eighth seed. They're oh, the one of the teams right. that I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens when I get down to eight. What when I land on? All right. Um, I mean, if they didn't make it, so I'll make that argument. Right? If they didn't. That would be crazy because that's a. I mean, three pre. Part of me thinks Andrew Wiggins is done. And I know that's crazy because he's so young. No, I agree. I don't think Andrew Wiggins is good. Um, right. I think he's an okay player. But right. I think he'll people be like want him to guy. be an all-star player. And I'm like, he's not. He can't shoot well. I mean, he's athletic, but he's not Russ athletic. I guess. And he's yeah, he's athletic, but he doesn't have a, seem to have a desire. And I understand, like, that's judging someone on, like, their facial expressions. Yeah. But, but I mean... <laughs> Butler said that Jim, right. Jimmy Butler and Tom Thibodeau, like those are the those are the hardest guys in the NBA as far right. as like their mentality of what they had to right. do. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna roll with what they're thinking. So that's the only reason why I'm, I might go with not having them is I'm just like, but then another part of me is like Cat Williams or Cat Williams, Cat's so good yeah. that he's like, like you got to go with it, right? Yeah. Like he and he's got to be on? better defensively than what he was last year. There's just no way because he was a good defensive player coming out of college, and now he's just like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to do that anymore. Well, you do need to do that. That way, your team can actually be what they're projected to be, which was a finals contender. Right. And right now, they're they're just not. So if he can make the leap, they could obviously jump up. All right, and. uh I've I've mentioned all mine at the moment. So okay. which one we have so my, uh my number seven was Utah. Oh right. Yep. Right. I had Utah at number seven. And um, I had the Spurs. Yep. And I had And then who is your number eight? I had New Orleans New at my as my eight. All right. So, so we I'm, both okay. I'm trying to decide on my number eight if I want the Timberwolves or the Blazers. Okay, so that's I was about the to argument. say I had I had the Blazers at nine. Right. Um, now, I feel dumb because last year when me and Powell did this, I left the Blazers out completely, and then they got the fucking three seed. Now, they got swept, and no one fucking remembers them even in the playoffs. <laughs> so because of that, I don't want to put them in there again. But they obviously play good in the regular season enough to make the playoffs last year. So I feel like they should be at eight over the Timberwolves. But then again, we just laid out why the Timberwolves, you would assume they would make it. Yeah. It's just – so here's my argument for against the Blazers making the playoffs. Um, their star players are McCollum and Lillard, two small point guards or guards in general. Right. Um, so they're great, but I think we've seen the best of what they can do together. Um, I like both of those players a lot, but I think they need to change it up. Um, I guess if I had more faith that Nurkic would no, yeah, step up, then yeah, I would be yeah, like, yeah. If I, I thought Nurkic them. was was a legit like third option, 
then I might could convince myself. But even then, I'm just having a hard time. I'm having a hard time doing it. Um, I think Lillard, he wants to be a Blazer. He's talked about being a Blazer for life. But I think secretly he's going to end up getting – I'm going to say he's going to get traded either at the end of this year or middle at the trade deadline. Right. And I, and I could see it. Um, I think I'm going to go with Blazers at my eight just to make it different. But also, I guess I'm putting – I feel like big game Dame yeah. and uh, CJ McCollum are, are going to step up for enough offensive performances during the regular season to get to the playoffs. Put my faith in that over Tom Thibodeau having a healthy team throughout a regular season. So that's something to go with Blazers. Yeah, um, that's and that's perfectly fine. Like, I even have Denver. I think Denver I too, should make the playoffs, too. They're they're good. There's just too many teams There's not enough spots. Too many teams, not enough this spots. This might be the year they make it where conferences don't matter for playoffs. Not, like, official, yeah, but, like, they, can't, they but look at it and they're, be like, the, the yeah. catalyst that makes it really happen. Because I, um, well, I know I didn't go through my win totals here, but I had, like, Denver and Portland are at 48 wins. And, like, in the East, the number – what I have as the number five seed, Milwaukee, has 47. I was like, and I think Portland and Denver are better than Milwaukee. Like, right. I think every single one of these teams are better than most of the East, except Boston and Toronto. Right. Maybe Indiana. Um, all right. So let's go, so go ahead and real quick do all the awards as well. All right. So look, and I kind of did some of my awards based on where things were at. Um, and I, in general, have like my actual kind of pick and then my dark horse pick. Um, so let's just go ahead and start with MVP. Get the going out of the way. So you mentioned earlier you think maybe LeBron. I think maybe Le- I. I'm thinking LeBron, uh, Kawhi, and I think I'm just gonna go with LeBron. He's gonna be playing free, and they're gonna look to give it to him one last time before he retires. And I think this is the year they do it. Right. Like there were a few seasons or two in particular seasons where Kobe was robbed of the MVP. Yeah. Right, I mean, that he just statistically you can put on paper, and if you didn't have any names next to him, you just saw stats. Kobe would have got it two years. One year when Steve Nash did, and one year when like Dirk, when Dirk or somebody won. got it. And LeBron has probably some of those arguments to be made in the last since he went to the Heat, right, or whenever the last time he won one. When he started giving it to KD and Steph, yeah. and I understand those guys were great, but it, sometimes narrative takes over, right? And mm-hmm. so I think when you pick the MVP, you have to go with a narrative pick. So I do have LeBron on my short list here because the narrative will be there. It will. Um, and then I think AD, if he could pull some off See, with the that's Pelicans. How, that's who I have as my third. Right, and then I have Kawhi as my third uh, because if – he could figure somehow if the Raptors are the number one seed, he's going to be thought about, right? Yeah. Like, so I could see, and it'd be like, he went and he proved he didn't need Greg Popovich. That's why he <laughs> yeah, wanted that, out the whole good. time. And he won this. Right. Yeah. He'll just show when he was his own man. Uh, so I could see Even that. Even though his happening. uncle was whispering in his ear all the time, but <laughs> right. that's another story. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Who do you have for rookie of the year? I got um, Luca. That and Dallas. It's only one on my list. <laughs> only yep. one on my list. Now, it could, I think Colin Sexton has a chance because he might have enough playing time. And, uh, you know. Well, I like Knox a lot as well. Uh, right. Kevin Knox. I like him a lot, but I just think Dallas. Dallas is a bad team. Right. So they're, they also, gave all the. It wouldn't even surprise me if they year. got into like the eighth seed off some crazy shit. Yeah. You never know. Maybe Dirk has a resurgent year, 25 right. minutes a game, yeah. scoring 18 points. I just, I love Luka Doncic coming in and being like, I'm the new foreigner. And then Dirk, you know, leaves soon. Pass the torch. Pass the torch of the, we'll get the Eastern European market. And, 
Uh, I don't know. I just I'm I'm a big fan of that whole thing. And the only thing is, Luka Doncic looks a little fat. He gained some weight um, over break, but that happens to Europe. All the European guys that happens to. Like I remember Gallinari every off season he came back like twenty pounds heavier, and you're like, <laughs> this can't happen every off season. Yeah, this is crazy. Um. All right, who do you have defensive player of the year? I honestly think this one's always boring. Yeah, it is. It's like um, the same three guys are in the list. Yeah, it's always like Gobert or da- Davis or Kawhi or, yeah. Dr- or Draymond. Draymond. And I'm just going to go with Davis because they're not going to leave Davis out if he doesn't give an award. So right. Yeah, I'd say Davis or Kawhi. Yeah. And only Kawhi because he couldn't be nominated last year. And so yeah. people be like, they forgot how good he was. They'll be that whole thing, right? Um. All right, six man. Six man. So, the Homer pick or the other pick? That's it's, go it's not the it's not going to be Schroeder. I'm not going to go there. But I think if there's a chance though. Like I don't want to be too much of a Homer about it. But if Russell Westbrook lets him be the six man of the year, he could be. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of part of my prediction as far as like Houston is concerned, right? But I think Melo's going to be six man of the year. I said I mean, it. <laughs> I don't think he's good enough. I think I don't know. I think if because he's going to be featured, if he lets himself come off the bench and he needs to let himself come off the bench, just do it, Melo. We love right. You. Just do it. We're big fans of Melo, and I agree with what you're saying. Where it could be, I and maybe it's just because we saw him on the Thunder last year and it was so forced. He did not hit shots, like percentage wise. He did yeah. not hit shots. So it's like anything anyone else can say. It's like he has an old man game. He does this. And it's like great if he hits shots. That would all work fine. It just would. But if you do all that and then you can't make shots, that's the only thing. Now, but I think it's a lot better if he's coming off the bench playing against other bum guys. Right. Yeah. Other bench guys. There is that chance. And I'm sure he's super motivated. Yeah, right? he is. Like after last season. So I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Um, I'm just going to go with Lou Will because he wins it every he, year. He does. And they just it. vote for him and Jamal Crawford every year and whoever <laughs> else. Like they don't care about this award. So unless someone really comes out of the fucking block. I also think, uh, what's the dude for Toronto? Fred Vanderfleet. Oh, Van, Van, Fred Van Fleet. Van Fleet. That's yeah. it. Um, I think he has a chance. He was really good in the playoffs last year. So I could see, like, he has a little buzz by his name. So that might be enough to get voters to vote for him because the six man, like I said, is just like that. Um, all right. What other awards do we have here? Uh, Coach of the Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coach of the Year. I guess because I'm predicting the Jazz to be number two, I'm going to go Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Quinn Snyder is a good choice. I am. I mean, I can't, I can't argue Quinn Snyder. That's what I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick um, either I mean, him or Brad Stevens. I mean, Brad Stevens is always a good call. Brent, Brad Stevens hasn't had it yet, which is crazy. He is, he he's due. It. He's due. He's just he's due. due. I guess that'd be my second option, and more likely, I mean, my Quinn Snyder was just because I predicted the Jazz to be so good. Um, and then I think Brett Brown deserves credit because he stuck out the Sixers job. Oh boy, he did. And he's done he the stuck GM out the whole job. process, <laughs> right? And uh, I just hope someday he gets it. But I understand there's only one a year, and Pop will probably yeah. get it. Right? I would, I would, I would pick Brad Stevens. That's my goal. Um, all right, and then the last one that I have written down here is most improved player, which is almost impossible because it was like impossible last year to know Victor Oladipo was gonna blow up. Yeah, you know, I, certainly. What and, this literally is, this award is basically who in their first three years improved enough to be who made the start. jump. Yeah, who made the jump made within the their jump. first three or four years, right? Um, so. I think Markel Fultz is an obvious uh, could-be pick. Definitely. And only because he ended the season with a triple-double, but he ended up with people thinking he was shitty. Right? He yep. had this weird thing of, like, honestly, by the time of the end of the season, he was all right. He's up to speed, not doing bad. 
but people still think he's bad. So he's going to have this whole surprise thing coming in this season, right? Like where people are going to be like, well, where'd he come from? And it's like, no, he, no, I could be wrong there, but I could just see that storyline happening. Mm-hmm. And then I went D'Angelo Russell because I always thought he was overlooked and I could see him having some if, sort of resurgence. If, Bru- if Brooklyn is good, then then he could definitely right. do it. Or if they're decent, not good, they're not going to be good. They're going to be bad. Right. But if they can at least like get like 30 wins, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with I mean, I think if he put up numbers and led the team, and I don't see why he couldn't because they've had other guys step in and do it yeah. um, whenever he was injured and stuff. But I could be wrong. Those are my guesses there. Um, most improved to me. I actually like, um, we talked about him earlier, Julius Randle. Um, I oh, think I in, that, that. in yeah, yeah. New Orleans being with Anthony Davis, I think he's a very good anchor with him. So I would like I would pick Julius Randle. Yeah, um, I could definitely, definitely see that. Um, just like you're saying, the way he would fit. People might talk about him more. Yeah. We talked about him before. That was it. All right, man. I think we knocked that out pretty pretty well. So we'll see how close we get. Yeah, I mean, I'm keeping the paper I have just to see where where it ends. <laughs> it could I could, could just rip it all up and throw it away, but I don't know. That's why we do prediction. It's fun, right? I mean, and no, most people don't care. Uh, and this is really just a primer because NBA starts in like a month. Yeah, uh, from when we're recording this. And me personally, I'm way more excited about that than football. And speaking of football, because we did play each other last week at Fantasy Oh, we did. Boy, I got that W. This right, and you did. I'm sure we'll talk about this earlier with the snappy. Is, but it wasn't like, like I would have lost to anyone I played. I got the lowest score. Man, I can't believe league. what happened to your team. Like, right. I just everyone get injured, or a lot of people, and then people that weren't injured just didn't show up. This week, I'm going to lose again. It's only all we've done is the Thursday game, and I guarantee you I lose because whoever had their the running back or someone got so many points that it's like it's over. Unless something crazy just happens. So I just know I'm not doing good this year on either league I'm in. And that's I'm okay with that. But your team isn't as bad as, as it I, was. That's what I'm saying. My team's not as bad. You, I have some hope. You honestly, and I remember when you texted me about the trade when it happened. And I thought then that you won that trade easy. Like, I just didn't think it was even close. And I think you traded with Sean. And I'm curious to see if Sean even wins a game. Because I'm like, oh, I wonder how much he's going to regret this trade or not. I mean, his the players I traded in, Melvin Gordon and Mike Evans, showed up for him last week. And yeah. They had great games, but I feel really good about what I uh, did. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, I just think you have two first-round picks. That's the way I look at it. Like, the, whoever gets the best player wins and, the trade. And all fantasy football statistics, like we know some podcast stuff, it's like 70% of your points come from your first two picks mm-hmm. in, in standard leagues, right? And I know ours has extra players. But it's like, that's important. So if you can get someone else's first two round picks, that's a huge fucking deal. Yeah. So um, I think your team will do decent. Um, I'm just planning on being bad, scanning the waiver wires, you know, getting who I can. I think and when Carson Wentz comes yeah. back. Yeah, that, and that's also your problem. Like you were starting Nick Foles. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad for him because he has Wentz. But <laughs> well, and when we done our draft, Wentz was expected to be back week one. Yep. And so. That one kind of screwed me. Fournette went out, and then I had his handcuff because, I mean, I was smart enough to do that on my bench that got more points than Leonard Fournette, and I was just like, God damn it. I know. I saw that. I feel like crying for you. Um, so you've had some bad breaks. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, I normally start off well and then do bad in the middle of the season, so maybe I can do the reverse here, like start off bad, get it all the way, and then ride it out. Yeah, I was looking at my schedule. I'm going against literally all the I, what I felt like was the best teams at that time, like my first four games of the year. I'm like, man. I don't want that. So if I can get like in this first four weeks, like two and two, I'm going to feel really confident about right. where I'm going at. I mean, like I would have lost to the second worst team by like 10 points. Yeah. 
or 15 points. Like yeah. I, my score was so much lower than everyone else's. Um, but that also puts me first to the waiver orders. It does. I'm at the very bottom. And then I was, I think, did you get Fitzpatrick this week? I didn't. I didn't pick oh, him up. I wanted to really bad, but I just couldn't. I, couldn't I knew I had the first waiver order and I could have got him easily and just dropped Nick Foles. But like, I just really thought about it and was like, you know what? I remember back and they'll know this because by the time this podcast comes out, this second week of the NFL is going to happen. So I'm rather right or wrong here. Yeah. Um, but he had like a five touchdown game. Yeah, and he then did he that followed in, it up with like a six interception game. That's what I based it on too. That's why I didn't want to so drop I anybody. I was like, right. well, he did this in Buffalo. Like that was the whole thing. In I compared Buffalo. that to Nick Foles killed the playoffs last year. I was riding Nick Foles one more week. Fuck <laughs> it. And that's that's how I made my decision. Um we'll see what else happens. But fantasy football, at least I think it started off fun even though my team sucks. So and I got to watch Jacksonville's game last oh, week. Oh man. Because I Logged in to Fox Sports 1 with my parents' Dish account. They don't have Fox Sports 1, but on Fox Sports 1, they have a feed of Fox from their location, which happened to be the Jacksonville game that wasn't playing here. Like, I did some crazy shit to watch the Jacksonville game. And I, yeah, I we had a weird dynamic last last week because our fantasy teams played like our players like right. So played our fantasy, and our football team played. Yeah, so like my team, favorite team, Jacksonville years, the Giants. They played each other. Mm-hmm. Our fantasy teams played each other, and then you had Saquon Barkley and I had Leonard Fournette. So yep. it was like it was an awesome uh, trinity of competition. But I I lost fantasy, but won the real yeah, life game. I felt you, happy about it. You 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 won the war, but that's fine. Yeah, you're I, not you're playing against. Patriots tomorrow so yeah no everyone <laughs> seems to be down on the Patriots but uh, or I mean down on Jacksonville against the Patriots but I'm really hoping it's like a revenge game I mean it's going to be their Super Bowl so it could be right I mean they should have won the AFC championship they should have they so choked it away we're gonna see how it works now I was getting annoyed that Jalen Ramsey was talking shit to Odell Beckham mainly because they're good friends and he said that outside of that and I'm like quit being fucking fake you're like hate him hate him yeah I don't know I, I and mean, Odell got the best of him last week. Odell went off. Eventually. Like, it took a while, though. Like, cause I, for the first quarter and a half, it was like. Yeah, but that's kind of normally how it goes right. in the NFL in general. So, good point. But, all right, man. That's what I got this week. And then next week, um, I don't know who's going to be on, but I know my wife's going to be out of the state. Oh, So, really? I'm thinking it would be a smart call if anyone had anything they want to talk about to invite them on, store it for later for like a week. I can't get people. Uh, like put some in the can so i'm gonna make that announcement right now if anyone <laughs> out there wants to uh, come jump on the podcast uh next weekend we're kicking the wife out so we can turn into a big old podcast studio as in she's leaving voluntarily i'm not kicking her out <laughs> obviously not kicking her out <laughs> right so all right man thanks for coming on dude no problem thank you man peace